Wait. Hello, viewer. It is... I've been drinking, by the way. Sorry. Uh, it is Tuesday, December the 27th, 2022. Happy Christmas or happy... Uh, what is it? Festive bank holiday if you're in the UK. I don't think uh, the USA... I think they're at work today. Poor USA. Anyway, I am Santa Brown, and I have the biggest sack of goodies on YouTube that will be emptied for your pleasure. And as I said previously, I've been drinking, and I'm a lightweight. I've not had a drink in two years, and it's gone straight to my head. On this evening's stream podcast, we are discussing the events of the past 48 hours. <laughs> In the entertainment and on the social media. And uh, before we begin, you can find us here on the YouTube. Or if you prefer your entertainment in the podcast form, we are on Spotify. So, as I always say, uh, lots to get through. Shall we get the guests out? <coughs> uh, I think we should. Um, I will say the um, alcohol has taken the edge off the nerves, so... There you go. So, first, set your Jedi power wands to stunning and brave. We have the wonderful Not Branter Claus E. The child is a king. The carol oh, hi, Cliff. Hi, Cliff. Hey, guys. Brownie, good evening. Good evening, chat. Good evening, Matt, Cat, and Ian. Hope you all had a very merry um, Christmas. Uh, 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 I think you've uh, fucked, uh, uh, what you call it, off with your uh, cat. He's fucked off. He's, He's gone. Nah. He's critical. He'll be back. <laughs> hey, Brian. You all right? I know my singing's bad, but I don't think leaving the stream is very appropriate, lads. Yeah. <laughs> He's back. I told you he'll be back. There you go. Hi, sorry, I apologize. My internet just like shut off all of a sudden. We weird. thought you was offended by the uh, Cliff Richard singing, folks. <laughs> oh, hi, hi, uh, I'm Cliff Richard. Uh, hi. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that was a stream killer, folks. So, are you um, are you well, Brian? Good Christmas? Yes, I'm not bad. Thank you very much for asking. I hope you're very well yourself, Brian. <coughs> I'm, I, can't, I can't get rid of the... Uh, the cough alcohol from, out your bloodstream from the um from the covid it's still lurking mm. still Lingering. in there yeah mm. yeah another feeling shall we uh well he's out already shall we get him yes. on okay um this script has gone as well sorry guys um i, I can't even read it i'm going cross-eyed <laughs> uh, he is the backbone of sunday nights it is the mighty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> I think he's got a bad connection. I think we've all got a bad connection. Mm. He's he, back. he just wants. I... He just wants me to bring him on. <laughs> I apologize. I really do apologize. I don't know what's happening all of a sudden. Do you know what the? Uh, hey, Matt. Do you know what the secret of comedy is? The timing. Indeed. <laughs> You're right, pal. It's Matt Katz, 83, everybody. I would say I'm he's good. the backbone of Sunday night, but I'm not so sure now. <laughs> Are you well, mate? I'm good. I'm good. 
Are you sure? I yes, I'm sure. I'm just uh, just having some for some odd reason. All of a sudden, technical difficulties. I don't know what happened, but uh, hopefully it doesn't happen. Uh, I, will, uh, I will say top tip: always reboot the router before you come on a live stream. Mm, that's a good. I did that tonight, Brown, and nearly never made it because it took about thanks to Virgin Media. Yeah. Oh, so, I promise. Next time I'll do that. So, are you well, Catty? Yeah, everything good. Yeah. Everything is good. I am well. Uh, should we get the? Uh, well, he's out already. Should we get the next? Uh, the next wise elder out. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and last, but by no means least. He is the wise elder of the channel. You know the rest. It is the great mega geek. Oh, he's not last. Here we go. Next, he is the wise elder of the channel. You know the rest. He is the great mega geek himself. Ian David Diaz. Hello, everybody. I'm and I just here. booted him off by mistake. Hello, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> it's going well, this. How you doing? All right. Yeah, what about you? Yep, I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, I wish we have spoke. You did have a good Christmas, yes. We have spoken. I we? did. Yeah, I did have a good Christmas. I was on the Rabbi's channel today, and he's absolutely crazy. That guy. He is. Absolutely I love the Rabbi. Mental. Funny guy. I love him. He's mental. Yeah. Um, sh there's a surprise guest. Everybody, should we get him out? Get him out of the closet. Yeah. Shall we sh shall we praise everybody in the chat? Praise B. Praise B. He yeah. walks. Uh, he walks, walks like amongst yes, he's walking amongst the pheasants. Here he is. It's the Lord. I'm walking like an Egyptian out of the closet oh, that I apparently shit. If I knew he was gonna be on, I would have I would have not come on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Christopher Hitchens of Star Wars. It's exactly. the, the lad is here, everybody. The lad. <laughs> Merry New the Year's and happy happy crumbles and all the rest of it. Good Christmas, <laughs> lad. With it's, the it's, uh, Yeah, tiring. I mean, I, I find socializing exhausting. Like oh. in real life. You guys are an exception because I can mm -hmm. mute myself and my camera isn't off, isn't on even, so I can do anything. But family for days on end. Oh, oh my god! Like one did is you, fine. Um, did you give the uh, the uh, servants Boxing Day off? Uh, some of them, yeah. But obviously, you need to keep a certain amount of staff on hand to cook the, the dinner for me and the family. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, some of them yes. got the day off. And did you get everything your heart desired? Well, they all got a, a, a. Each of them got a lump of coal in their. <laughs> they have to keep warm, you know, and energy bills are high. But um, did I get everything I want? I bought myself everything I wanted, so yes. Somebody buy more. Saw port. that very good. <laughs> more port. <laughs> Dad, Dad has loaded me up with about fourteen different kinds of whiskey, and then I bought myself two guitars, and that's me done for Christmas. So wow, have you cool. um have you got port on draft? I don't, sadly. No, we don't really have the infrastructure for the uh, the port draft here. I just have to have dozens and dozens of bottles of whiskey mm -hmm. on reserve. That's cool. That's living the life, folks. You heard it here. Okay. So, oh, everything good, Ben? Yes? Sounds great, mate, yes? All fantastic, yeah. Uh, Should we just get on with it? Before I fall yeah. over. Um, hello, no chats. One, hello, chat. We can see you. Hello, hello. I'm a little bit... Um, Worse for wear because I'm a lightweight, but we can see you. So, um, 
Episode 109. Christmas Holiday Musings. I didn't know what to call it today, but I, I thought I'd go Christmas Holiday Musings. Tuesday, December 27th, 2022. Nearly 2023. Can you believe it? Oh my God. Um, I can't read that, but you're welcome. Okay. Um, this show was going to be out yesterday, but um, life gets in the way sometimes. So, um, Christmas movie. We've been doing kind of a Christmas theme last couple of streams. This is It's a Wonderful Life. Great film. Who would like to start? Yeah, it is a good film. Ian, would you like to well, start? I'll, I'll, start? I know you, yeah, do it again. Like, no, Matt, go, go ahead, pal. Yeah, go on, Matt. You were really keen off the was, blocks there. You go for it, son. I was just going to say, I haven't seen this movie in like three years. I usually watch it every Christmas, but I haven't since. My kids don't really like live action movies. Plus, it's black and white, so I, I know they'll not be into that at all. But uh, I love this movie so much. It's It's... It's such a good Christmas movie. It's heartwarming. I think I find it suspenseful, uh, but uh, it's 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 and it's the ending is so good. It's like ridiculous. They don't make them like they used to. And um, yeah, yeah, I used to watch this on Turner Classic Movies when I was a little kid. And um, yeah, I, I really do love this movie. I think it has a good message, also. Uh, but yeah, that's those are my thoughts on this movie. And, uh, did you used to watch this film with your mother? What would your mother say about this film? I honestly know I like we uh, I don't do things like the way my parents used to do. My parents used to just be like they would just let us go watch uh, movies in front of the TV while my mom was basically making dinner, Christmas dinner and stuff like that um, and food. Uh, so, no, she didn't watch this movie with us a lot. Uh, it would probably have been nice if she did. But, uh, you know, didn't happen. Didn't happen. She was in the kitchen doing woman's work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh Branta? Yes. <laughs> oh, it's Hello. me, it's me, I forgot. Yeah, it's uh, it's not Branta. I've I can't seen keep this... up with the name. <laughs> it's obviously this film's a big cultural influence. I've seen this film once, believe it or not, back in two thousand and four, and someone interrupted it right in the very last scene, so oh. I, I can't see it was one of my favourites at all, I'm afraid. But uh, Bedford Falls, Christmas Eve. It's a mention in the Red Dwarf book, actually. Way back. Uh, it's definitely a classic. Uh, I think this film is actually recommended for people who are suffering from mild winter blues and possibly yeah. depression by some crazy doctor one by. It's one of these films that kind of restores your faith in humanity. But uh, obviously it's fiction, so that doesn't really hold up, does it? But it's a definitely a classic. It reminds me... Or rather, there's another film that reminds me of it slightly, and that's The Family Man by with Nicolas Cage in it. I slightly like that different one too. beast, but I'll absolutely that yeah. is one of my favourite Christmas films. And it's, I think, some of the crossovers in between the two films. I saw The Family Man first, which is kind of shafted. It's a wonderful life for me. But yeah. um, I need to give it a watch at some point. Yeah, I think I'm, I've not watched this in a long, long time. Um, in the chat, Happy Christmas. Uh, never seen it. And then um, Appion. Hello, Appion. <laughs> you should watch it. It's timeless. Yeah. It is. It is. Uh, Andy Mouse. Hello, Andy. Jimmy Stewart. Ow, ow. Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lord, have you seen A Wonderful Life? 
It's a Wonderful Life is one of those films, there's a lot of them, that I'm quite sure I've seen, but don't ever remember watching. Yeah, so same here. I'm sure if it, if it came on TV, I'd suddenly think, oh yeah, I remember this one. Um, but until it comes on TV, I don't remember a single thing about it. I think I must have been quite mm. small. Mm. Do you guys do you guys have Turner Classic movies over there? We yes. used to. We used to. We, yeah. used to. we don't oh, still gosh. have it. Okay. We still have no, it. No, we don't. Yeah, it's um, it's not Turner anymore. It's, they took they got taken over over here, didn't they? Oh, 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 right. Movies or something. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Um, but we don't have Turner over here anymore. Uh, Ian, your thoughts on this film? Then it's a, it's a great movie. Um, it's um, when I first watched it, I I thought it was a bit taxing, you know, uh, and watching it. But the more times I watch it, the more I realise it's it's a it's a brilliant movie. It didn't didn't take much money when it was first released. In fact, it was a huge flop when it was first released. It's only through um, time that's become this classic uh, Christmas Christmas movie. Um, but but you know everything makes sense, doesn't it? He you know he tries to stop the guy from sending out poison. He gets slapped in the air and he can't hear him, can't hear in that ear. And you know and yeah. he meets he meets um, Miss Ellie and was it Miss Ellie? Yeah, Miss, meets yeah. Miss Ellie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh, you know he can't escape the town. And it's the whole idea that he thinks his life is 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 um, is not as much as it can be. But he doesn't realize that everyone he's touched, he's made better through his life and hence it's a wonderful life and uh you know it it suddenly just changes attack when the angel appears it becomes a little fantastical but it's great it's a great movie you can see um the influences in um gremlins you know bedford falls they have that 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 town i can't remember what the town is is it what's the town called in this film i can't remember is it bedford, bedford falls? falls yeah and there's the town that's called in 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 gremlins i can't remember but it's very similar Mm. Um, so yeah, they have very similar characters. The Potter, they have the, uh, the old woman. Apion so, says he saves his war hero brother from drowning. He does. He does. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Final act. And so the ending, incredible. the ending almost made me cry. You know, mm -hmm. it's so it's so um, wonderful. The ending. You know, it's uh, it is it, um, humanity. It proves you know it. You know, proves that humanity is great. Basically, so. Yeah, mm -hmm. fantastic movie, as far as I'm concerned. Mm, I think uh, maybe we should watch it before the uh, festive period ends. I've seen it. I saw it. I saw it before Christmas. I sat down and watched the whole thing before Christmas. I think the last time I saw this, I was living with my ex-girlfriend in Leeds, and that was over. That was nearly twenty years ago. So it's on. It's on. Um, it's on Amazon for free. You can watch it for free on Amazon. Oh man, that's where Excellent. I saw it. That's where Listen. I saw it. Yeah. Okay. So every uh, every time a bell rings, an angel gets explained. <laughs> every yeah. time a bell rings, the Lord gets a new subscriber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every time a bell rings, somebody yeah, fills up, fills up his pork glass. It's like somebody turn that fucking bell off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right on. Uh, Lord, have you hit one hundred yet? Uh, no, uh, 95, I think. So, oh. I would hazard a guess and say, Good for you. I've got Avatar, which I'm still working on, but it's incredibly long, and I don't want to have to actually put in the work to put it out. So, I might oh. half ask the, the video edit on Avatar and stick that out. And it's it's long as hell anyway. And just have that as a New Year's Day, Happy New Year. Here's some aquarium footage while I bitch about this. this <laughs> <laughs> is, that, 
is your is your um is your uh, video longer than the film itself? it actually is yeah oh. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I told myself i sat down before and i said that I, i'm not gonna do that that's not gonna happen this time it's not gonna be longer than the film um i think i'm only i'm not quite halfway through recording the script and it's over two hours so it's, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're you're slowly becoming the james cameron of youtube <laughs> yeah I, I trail everything for years and then i just deliver something that's derivative crap and with you know, like nice pretty ocean visuals that might actually be that will be my meta comment on the film is that i've, I've put as much effort into the like imagining the world as he did but yeah it's uh yeah I, I really don't want to do it but one way or another it'll be out and i'm hoping depending on what else comes out and what else i can come up with i, I might hit a hundred thousand in january you must have like. um uh ian you must have seen the corridor crew when they were talking about the effects and avatar 2 i've and not seen a, it not seen it yet now all right so there's a shot in it that is not uh, cg it's real oh yeah, it's a so hand they, isn't it yeah they painted this guy's hands blue when he's pulling the the thing and they were all amazed they're like that's not cg that's real and i didn't i thought it was cg when i was watching it that's it's amazing a hand. it's a hand yeah it's a yeah. hand yeah crazy okay right let's move on let's see what we've got uh just a short one tonight folks just to uh you know, something to do as it were. So, a lot. Oh, Avatar. It's kind of people are saying it's underperforming, but I think I don't know. Is this going to be a slow burner? Apparently, it's made some money, isn't it? What do you think? Well, I don't know. This is the mad thing: is that it can be considered a slow burner, having made already nine hundred million dollars. For any other film, that's not a slow burn. It, it underperformed its initial box office expectation by about 20 million, I think it was. Mm. But with a film like Avatar, which is the only thing out at the cinema, because in the name of competition, everyone has stood out of the way and let it go. Um, it's, it's, there's no way it will make under a billion. That's, that's almost not really the point um, of it. It just has to make a billion to start so I, being. Yeah, this was yesterday's... Um, I assume that'll be about 9.50 now, maybe... Uh, I think it has. I think it has reached a billion worldwide, right? Um, well, and I think twelve days. There is on my second channel. There is some guy who seems to think that citing box office figures is a good counter argument to any film criticism, and he made a commitment <laughs> to keep updating my comment section with the current box office performance data <laughs> because apparently it disproves everything I say. So I just said, "Well, go ahead," because gotcha. you know I want to make some money too. So please do keep feeding my algorithm. Right. But I'll, I'll check back. I'm sure he'll give me the updated have, figure um, any ha minute now. Have you got any channel stalkers yet, then? Um, apart from apart from you, Brown. Apart from me, obviously. <laughs> no, yeah, there's definitely a few people who only pop up to complain. Yeah, I've noticed a few. Yeah. Yeah, but they're usually complete morons, and so it's it's kind of fun. Oh, it's a good way. Me, I will, yeah, one of them. One of them. <laughs> you're a nice moron. No, it, it's, <laughs> you're, um, I will. I'll look. I'll look it up first I, thing in the morning. I, I will way. say, uh, Lord, uh, you're welcome. By the way, don't forget that. <laughs> But you know, I'm very grateful. It's just yeah, people's and... opinions, isn't it? I mean, it's your opinion. It's people's opinions. That you know, that people should opinions be happy that like we have so many opinions, isn't it? That's that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's the beauty of filmmaking that people have so many different views. I I like that. But anyway, no, right. take it the wrong way. My my, my mm. yeah. It's not all opinions are equal. That's the Douglas Adams thing. Some are you know, mm. a bit more um, supported in argument, weight, and logic than others. But I'm I'm happy. I love it when people come along with with very different opinions. It's when people fundamentally misunderstand yours or misconstrue your argument or say or mm. don't make the same allowance so like 
I will accept and quite enjoy when people will come and say under the comment section, well, you've criticized this about the film. Here's why I don't think it's a problem. That's good fun. You can have a conversation yeah. about that. It's people who come along and say, you just want to hate it because you're a hater and you hate everything. And I say, well, just fuck off. Cause but are you, you you're adjacent? Though, right. Aren't you? I'm adjacent to many things, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought you were. Uh, Appion in the chat. This is his uh, link to his channel, folks. I think he's on 800 subs. Uh, help the fellow out. See if we can get him to think I've yeah. subscribed, but I will double check. See if we can get him to a, a thousand. Um, I'll just say um, many YouTubers who... It's, it's, effectively, it's the, uh, it's, it's the target, isn't it, to get to 1,000 subs. And literally right. every subscription, every click helps. Um, I can see why a lot of YouTubers just, they don't get anywhere and they just go, fuck this. Because it can be a lot of hard work. And the only way it pays dividends is, uh, ask the Lord, if people subscribe to the channel it it's just it just helps so uh click appion's channel link there guys see if we can get up to a thousand it's christmas time for giving and all that so it's christmas <laughs> yes and can i christmas. just say for this this movie it's it's really not doing as bad as people say it's doing it only i mean it has dropped 52 percent which um, the first movie in its first week dropped two percent, which is uh, it's doing a lot better. But it's in twelve days, it's it's reached nine hundred million, or I I believe it's hit a billion now. But in twelve mm. days, a billion dollars—that's that's pretty. That, that's really good. I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet. I was gonna go see it today, but I ended up not going to see it. Um, but um, weekend for me. Yeah, that's really yeah. not that. That's really not that bad. Uh, I mean, the bracket revised up was a little bit because it needs to make so much more money than your average right. film just to be profitable. So, so the, Which... the bracket has gone up. But if people, you know, there are people who are going around, and there have been people going around saying, "Haha, look, it it underperformed by fifteen to twenty million its first weekend. Therefore, it's a flop." I don't think it is a flop. That's why I don't right. like it. It's very annoying because, as my second channel video said, it right. deserves to flop, but it's not gonna. It will be very successful, largely self-fulfilling, because everyone else looked at it and thought, "There's an Avatar film coming out. That's the cinematic event, and in the name of competition, we will let it win." And that's what's happened. But I, I, I still, ref I deny anyone who says that in two months time they will remember anything especially about the film except that it looks really pretty um, because that's uh, all that's lord i meant it, to right. actually pick you up about that um mm. do you think this film deserves to flop is a little bit strong no. considering all the people who worked on this film uh, they got paid didn't they <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the reason Brutal. why it's made money is because it is it is it's it's an okay film and people are getting some enjoyment out of it. If it was a really shit movie, it it would flop mm -hmm. big time. But it's not. It's it's in between. It's one of those movies where you know I, I can see the criticism definitely from Gary from from other people yeah. as well. But for me, right, I found it enjoyable and passable. Obviously, it's not. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be thinking about it after I leave the theatre. Just put your brain in the brain in the foyer and watch the film. It's enjoyable enough. Mm. Come out and then carry on with your life. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> like, I, I think, think. Yeah. I, I don't mind that as a as a middle ground. Um, 
because I, you know, I can see how you know you're sitting in the cinema. It's it is so sweeping in its visuals. It is so mm-hmm. impressive in its visuals. It's an enjoyable cinematic experience. That's not yeah. the thing I take issue with. The thing mm-hmm. I take issue with is when it calls itself in its trailer material the cinematic event of a yeah, generation, yeah. and when yeah, people yeah, come yeah. out of it saying, mm-hmm. "What are you talking yeah. about? This is a deeply profound film with an incredible Agreed. story." I would be happy if people said, "I really enjoyed it. It's a bit shit." Because that seems to me, <sighs> a, a, you know, loads of films are like that. Arnie's career is based off of films that are shit but really enjoyable, right? But that's, um, that's, that's my review of Predator. it. Predator? It was, it was okay, T2? but it was shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that's my True review lies. of it. And, and, and as I said, if it was a terrible movie, people would be, you know, not not watching it in droves but it isn't it's okay it's just not great i, know. I uh, think they would that's sort of but that's like that's more of my meta problem with the success of the film is that i i think that the problem is that people will flock in their droves to see it's nostalgia something which, which doesn't have and it's not even that because i mean does anybody really? well mm. does who really fondly remembers the first film uh, apart from again the who, fact that it, it looks young pretty. kids who went to see it who are now i do remember the first one but i can't i can't tell you what happened in it that's the thing. The only, no, the only reason I can tell you what happens is because it's beat for beat Dances with Wolves, which is a film I do remember. Uh, a Western. Um, and then this film, it, the plot of this film is, is almost a carbon copy. In almost all of its most important story beats, it's the same film again. And if I was annoyed at the first film no, being incredibly derivative, it's... I'm very annoyed at the second one uh, being derivative of a derivative uh, film. Quickly, if I may, Hossman says, at Mr. Baron Lyons, says me, Mr. It's... Um, Excuse me, it's Lord Platoon. Kindly, I'm Lord so Con- sorry I called you the Lord. It's the Lord. <laughs> the the Lord starting. <laughs> the Lord kindly took the time to answer two of my questions in his comments section. You're welcome. You I try and answer as many of them as I can get to. Um, I always like chatting with people who have you know good questions and people who make you know really good points. And there are some people who are you know, just there to be insulting idiots. And it's quite fun to play them at their own game as well. But as long as you're, yeah, I, I love, like, it's why I always stick around for the live premieres and stuff for the, the videos that I do. Is because yeah. it is I thought you were going to see it. This is why I come on the Brown show. It's also why I come on the No, it's great. It's honestly, it's the most fun part of it. These videos take such a long time to put together. It's gruelling and it's quite often it's really horrible and boring. Yeah, you've got to kick and back nice... sometimes with the boys and girls, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's a payoff for that. You get to actually, you meet really great people. You get to chat with them in the comments. You get to chat with them in the chat. And you get to come on lovely streams with lovely people like you guys. So that's the payoff for all of it. Uh, Also, it pays me money. So there's that. But, you know. Um, Speaking of money, shall we uh, do a super chat? Absolutely. Why not? If you must. Uh, Lord, uh, would you do Uh, me the honor of reading this uh one, please? This is $1.99 from Movie Cynic. Yes. Do we know I, this I know, guy? I know how this Do we know works. him? Do we know him? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's Look at that little cutie with his familiar. blue hair. <laughs> I think oh, it's him in, uh, Blue Boy, in, isn't it? Yeah, the Halo blue boy. show. Yeah, Blue or Boy. Or was he yeah. in Star Trek Discovery? He looks like a Star Trek Discovery character because he has the blue hair. Woke as One fuck. The, this he says, anyway, <laughs> from the movie Cynic for $1.99, Avatar 2 is why I need heart surgery. Um, and because <laughs> you're American and you need heart surgery, you probably shouldn't joking. be giving out $2 super chats. Just because you, know, you have to pay for that stuff, don't you? But I'm sure Brad Health insurance. He's got health insurance, hasn't he? I hope so. I th- he hated Avatar too, didn't he? Made me laugh. Last he time hates, he yeah. hates everything. Though. He hated it. Hated it. Yeah. Hated it with a passion. He just hates everything. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't um, actually. Uh, I haven't seen this this film, and I refuse to do so because really? uh, because of the cultural appropriation. It's disrespectful <laughs> to people of the color blue. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> no, I didn't like the first one particularly. It looked very nice, so I can't yeah. be asked watching this one. Uh, Houseman uh, likes the blue navy girl. Was hot, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm in the same I'm boat into, as Which Brian. of you guys would... Like... I'm into green ahead, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you got a strange fetish you two the oh. guys have got. This <laughs> green, green is blue. Time, it's green, yeah, yeah, green, green. God. Um, I like I the know. pink ones. <laughs> <laughs> Silly. <laughs> moving on, uh, moving that, on. That, honestly, that was the other one of the difficult things about it is that there are so many main characters in this film and they mm. all look so very similar that I, all the way through the review, I kept having to go, well, for the first half, I kept Googling which character was which because I couldn't remember, like, which son is which son, which son yeah. does this. And I thought, you know what, fuck it. I'm not obviously not supposed to remember, so I'm just going to make up a name and hope that it. I'm applying it to the right Smurf this time. Is Nokia in this one? Nokia is not, so I can delete that damn ringtone from my computer finally. Papa Smurf, <laughs> is he? There will probably be quite a few actual Smurfs in my review, just to save time. It is a really dumb is... movie, though. It is a yeah, very sort dumb of, movie. That's the problem. It, it is the story is is incredibly repetitive in terms of you know it is just in many instances just a, a repeat of the of the first film. There is that. Mm. Its character work is almost non-existent for the most part. Uh, it touches on what people are obliged to call good themes. You know, it stresses family and fatherhood, but. It's been really interesting to note that the really passionate defenders of this film in my comment section have been saying, what, things, like, saying things like the director has a brilliant vision, it has really interesting themes, and it's trying something new. And it's the cast iron rule of this channel that everything goes back to The Last Jedi. So many Avatar defenders are just Ugh. exactly the same. And it crosses uh. the political art as well, because you get people who say, well, it talks about fatherhood, therefore it's anti-woke. Yeah. No, that's, mm. that's the themes argument from TLJ. It's, themes do not make a good film. It is deeply racist, though, isn't it? Because they didn't get blue actors to play the parts. <laughs> yeah, but do you know what? A Critical Drinker said something that was really interesting. He said, why would that stupid human that hangs out with the blue people wear that mask i mean has he got he's got unlimited um oxygen in that tank and what you know i mean anyone can rip that mask off him and he's and he's screwed you know i mean and, and why would you why would you have that character you know have that mask on his face and hang out with the blue people don't know any periods a long time and he and he, and, he, and he makes it that's how dumb the film is but oh yeah he is uh, he's also a, a, yeah. like a non the, the classic example of the non character is spider that that kid who is just he's yeah. just there standing around for the most part and his motivation yeah. doesn't exist and his character what doesn't is he can't act either Still, though, I think the the, the height of hilarity and what a in terms dumb of its bad writing is, is the beginning. Easy. It's like, how do you bring back <laughs> the dead villain from the first film in yeah, the most yeah, ridiculous yeah. way you could possibly bring back oh, the dead villain from the first film? Well, well, I'm not spoiling it. Everyone knows he's back. I just won't tell you how. You'll have to enjoy it for yourself when you see it. I had to laugh out loud when I saw it. But I thought it was dumb as well. As I said, it didn't, it didn't um, you know, at the end of the day, I did enjoy what I saw, especially the ending. The climax was pretty cool. but. Mm -hmm. You know, the rest of it's all dumb, 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 isn't it? Really dumb. So, anyway. Yeah. What was the but justification for him coming back? Was it a kind of a somehow Palpatine returned moment? Basically, am I, allowed to, am I allowed to spoil this? I'm not going to watch it. Oh, it's I been two weeks. I say do it. I say do it. It's been two <laughs> weeks. If you didn't see it, that's Okay, your right. Uh, listen, everybody. Spoilers approaching. You've been warned. Spoilers so I, I might take my headphones off. For yeah, just take. Oh your no, headphones. no! If you don't honestly, if you don't want to spoil it, I'll, I'll save it because you'll you'll get to see it eventually. I don't mind either way. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my headphones off for a second. Okay. So <laughs> well, 
you have spoilers everybody you've been warned you've been warned the villain from the first film is basically he's chip hazard from small soldiers generic evil army buzz cut guy you'll remember him if you see him because nothing he says Mm -hmm. isn't a cliche he dies very clearly dies in the first film he shot through the heart twice with a big arrow by smurfette um in this film he's back he's back as a smurf clone that chip hazard had created for himself to go on a revenge mission against the guy that he didn't know had killed him yet and didn't know would be involved in his death and didn't think he would die and he actually says in the video log that he leads he leads a video log to explain this nonsense to the audience um i'm here you are i've made you as my clone you have all of my memories except the moment of my death um, I, I'm not going to die, but in case I do die, you might want to take revenge against this guy who hasn't killed me yet. <laughs> Sorry, that I what couldn't resist it. That sounds doing? shit. It's, it, I laughed out loud. It was actually, it's actually hilarious, and it just carries on. And then good yeah, old Cameron. Well, he has a, a relationship with Spider, and it's just, it's just, yeah. It's, yeah, but it makes you, yeah. I mean, it makes you wonder why didn't Cameron just create a new villain? Why I did know. he have to go back to that guy? Because he was, he was a clearly bad dead. villain. Yeah, he's a and good then they make now. up the excuse, oh, he's got the memories of the dead guy. It's like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just so And stupid. then he has a particular Does type of r- relationship with Spider, which I'm not yeah. going to spoil because yeah. not, everyone, not everyone's seen it, but like, it doesn't also doesn't make sense because it relies on him actually being the person that he himself yeah. says that he's not because he just has his memories. But why, yeah, why? You're right. Why not create a good new villain who could actually actually add something to the film besides what the fuck moments every single time he's in Uh, the scene everybody's saying that he's on a a redemption arc apparently yeah i wouldn't be and does he does does he find out that it wasn't the the dude um what's his name uh from the main character from the first movie it was actually uh zoe saldana's character that killed him because she shoots yeah yeah, i'm trying to remember yeah because i was gonna say but but he wants one of those things that doesn't really matter he thinks originally oh, okay. that Sully does it, but because because remember it hasn't happened. So also, just, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Ben, Ben, also right. I can't Lord, remember him Lord. having a son. He didn't. In the first one. So where, not, did that, where did he come from? It's not in the first film at all. They, they they had to throw it in an exposition in the first five minutes of this film. It was also there was this baby kid who was just left around and he was too small to fit in a cryo tube so he's running around and then spider's first line of dialogue is it's not always good to know who your father is and then we learn that yeah but he wasn't in the first film and he was the first film was quite clearly never written with him in mind which is why he sticks out like such a sore thumb in this one that's why uh, it's Scott stupid. Hall it's is thanking stupid. you, Lord. Uh, you've saved him a few books. <laughs> Honestly, no, I don't. <laughs> I like people going to see films and making up their own mind. And exactly. This is exactly. one of them. There are there are things to admire in the film. It, I mean, it really is a beautiful film. Yeah, I can um, imagine. And I think it goes a bit too far with that. You know, it goes for too long. There's no contrast. Everything is beautiful, so nothing is. But you know, it is a beautiful film. There are some good action sequences. Um, you know, there will be things that you can enjoy about it. There are things that are entertaining about it. I, my my problem is that I, I don't like that the big film that everyone has to watch because it's the cinematic event of a generation and no one else releases films to compete with it mm. is one with a writing level, with writing on the level of a generic Arnold Schwarzenegger film, not even a good one. Um, it's it's fine if something like, I don't know, what, what's a bad Arnie film that no one really remembers? Um, Raw Deal. Raw Deal. Okay, it's, it's I like fine. That one. It's fine that Raw Deal exists, exactly. and it's fine that it's enjoyable, but if you're told that Raw Deal is the cinematic event of a generation, and it's the film everyone has to go and see, and it's the pinnacle of cinema this year, and everyone flocks to see it, I think there's a problem with the art form. Yeah, that's just the PR 
department, though, isn't it? Trying to get well, the two billion and the box office, apparently. So it's oh, having some effect. But the the main thing is um, everybody's talking about it. Yes, I, <laughs> yes. I generally I generally enjoyed it, but I, I as I was watching it, I knew it was dumb, dumb as yeah. a box mm. freaking yeah. frog. And, and but I still enjoyed the ending. I thought the ending was quite yeah. exhilarating. Mm -hmm. The special effects were beautiful. The middle sags big time. Oh god, yeah. And the message is so heavy. The message is so heavy in the, the whole of the film. The you just message. have to laugh halfway through it. But again, if you're just looking for something to have fun, I guess go and see it. Uh, mm -hmm. Ego Appion sixth day. Atom Grey Eraser. No, oh, no, we've started a name your shit Arnie film thing in the chat. <laughs> Razor. Right, wasn't too bad a Razor. I thought it was okay. I am reliably told on Avatar the best way to go and see it is to take like two tabs of acid and or get very Ooh, drunk at the same yeah, time. I can imagine. Yeah. Go with some friends and effectively hung out. And yes. apparently that's an incredible experience. I can well may believe it. I didn't do it myself. May I ask you how you saw it, um, Lord? Uh, I went nice. over to um, to Indonesia, I think, mm. and sat in a cinema with Spanish subtitles. Um, oh. But and then, <laughs> then I came back the same evening. It was a really, it was a really good. <laughs> well, I saw, I saw, I saw it in three D. Uh, you know the the way it's supposed to be seen. So I guess yes. watching it that way, um, you get a little bit more enjoyment out of it. It's still dumb. yeah. And I think I've I've actually mentioned that in the review, which is that I'm kind of happy the version, nice the plug. cinema I went to, which I definitely did in Indonesia <laughs> for three hours, um, the quality wasn't very good because I know that the film looks amazing and I can imagine mm. it really is brilliant in 3D and that's, that's an entirely new kind of cinematic experience. But my problem with it, and I say in the review, is that that's a really fantastic experience. But it is, I think we, in the last time we were on the stream, I mentioned it too, this sort of the feelies aspect from Brave New World, which is that mm. it, it's sensory mm, stimulation, yeah. but it's not actually imparting meaning. And I like the idea that narrative storytelling, which cinema should really be, also has a story to tell meaning to impart, which is distracted from by Avatar as a sensation, um, as opposed to Avatar as a story. And so I was happy I didn't watch it in particularly good quality because I knew it would look amazing. What I was more interested in was what's the message, how was it written, and what are, what's the quality of story being told at the height of cinema this year? Uh, that was the way in which it massively fell down. But admitting that it would, nevertheless, I'm sure, be a, an incredible experience um, in 3D. Ocellus Quadra Course, uh, Kindergarten Cop. Uh, that was good. Twins. Yeah, I love Kindergarten twins, Cop. Twin, twin, twins is fun. Twins is Yeah, I love fun. Twins too. Yeah, I love Twins. Ahead of the curve, though, wasn't it? Men getting pregnant. Very ahead of the curve. No, that was mm, wrong film. Wrong film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's Junior. Junior is the pregnant man. Oh, film. Stream killer. Stream yeah. killer. <laughs> Junior was okay. absolute nonsense. Um, I'm going to go see this at the weekend. I will report back. Mm, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Do it. Oh, good for you. Do it. <laughs> uh, I, will, I will say I watched um, Starship Troopers on acid at the cinema. That was fucking. That was incredible. Mm. Nice. Um, guess what, folks? <laughs> no, no way. No. Yes way. Yes way. <clears throat> Harry Potter um, and the trans community. <laughs> but the thing is, though, it's too Potter's soon. Potter's getting to... rebooted. 
it's too soon to reboot. It's it's you know it's been how many years? It's just too soon. Not when they're it desperate for a, money. This it is a, a way for a very long time before you. This reboot. is Warner Bros. Discovery, folks. Well, why can't they just off. make more? Why can't they just make you know like with the the new ones? With the, oh, that was a flop, wasn't it? The, what is it? The yeah, the the one. Fantastic Beast franchise. They they yeah. are having problems with that. I think the biggest problem with that franchise is just you have J.K. Rowling, who I do think she can write a novel very well. It's a script for a movie that she has a problem with. No, I the reason that, uh, the reason she... why Fantastic Beast the first one was 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 entertaining. The reason why the rest of them flopped because it was boring. Yeah, slow and boring that's yeah, why there was no ag there was well the third one i i think had a uh, very uh, uh some more action in it than what the third that, one the there's second a, there's one yeah when, when yeah there's when three. you discovered that what's his name was gay dumbledore dumble whatever his name is was gay uh, is that one is it is that gay, one? yeah yeah, what a load of bollocks! <laughs> oh, I, I like that movie. It was the second one that um, it only had the oh. first five minutes. That was the best part of the movie. Um, but uh, uh, the the Fantastic Beast franchise, I I I I think it just suffers the J.K. Rowling. She likes to put a lot of talky talky and action. It's I think her. it is her. I think I think she no, can't it's write not her. Script. She didn't make the movie. She didn't she write wrote the script. Either. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. She wrote the script she, for she all wrote the three script, and... script, but somebody else helped write it. No, as not well. only in the third Welcome one. Welcome to arguing the toss of the oh, Mister Brown. Listen, I am the Harry Potter expert in this chat. So I did she? She, she wrote the screenplay. Yeah, shut up. She, she wrote the screenplay. She wrote the screenplay for the first two movies, and then she co-wrote the script for the third movie with Stephen Cloves, who wrote the script for five of the of or six of the original uh, Harry Potter movies. And then she wrote. Uh, he did not write uh, the sixth movie. Um, uh, I, I, okay, so so the reason why it flopped was because it was boring as hell. The the other two and the other one just just basically yeah, putting the message in there with brutal. gay people and stuff. So the first one yeah, was I okay, think... actually, but it could have moved faster, the first one, but it didn't. For it sure, yeah. Sick. And I think that, yeah, she's very wordy, and uh, she needs to realize that movie scripts are not novels. You need to to move it along uh, at a faster pace, and she just wants to sit and talk, and people don't want to see that. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, well, so, well, I did somebody enjoy needs the third to tell one. Her. <laughs> somebody needs to tell her, don't they? Well, was, I think they did tell her. It was caught up in the Depp Heard stuff as well, right? I mean, the, yeah. they had to recast yeah. Johnny Depp's character, so it had some bad faith from an element of the audience that was involved with that decision. And also, I mean, I, I just never, ever got the sense from the first two films, which I think are the only two I've seen, that this is a story that's really going anywhere or that mm. I especially need to know and understand. It, it just seemed like a, one of those occasions where... You've got this incredibly successful series. It's finished. How do we possibly milk it? Um, well, let's go back and find the most minor ancillary, not even actually, not even an ancillary character. Newt Scamander is just mentioned in the yes. books as being a guy who wrote some books that were referenced in the books. I never read those books and thought, you know what I really want to learn more about? No, it's Newt Scamander, definitely. Right. But, 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 um, uh, but I, I felt... I felt no. I felt that he was the the guy who played and was the best thing about it. And I like the idea that he's collecting all these, he's collecting all these creatures that, and he, you know, he obviously cares more about the creatures than he cares about humans. But that's what I'm saying. But the whole film was too slow. It, it, the, the idea, the concept is solid, but the whole, the way they, 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 they um, shot it and 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 the script. It all needed fixing. It all needed to be closer. It all needed to move a lot more faster. Because with, let's face it, right? You're getting adults watching it, but you're also getting kids watching it, and they're going to be bored out of their head, just like 
my nieces were bored out of the head when they were watching it. In fact, um, I was bored yeah. out of the head. That's, that's folks. the really good point as well, which is that the Harry Potter books are so successful because they were one of those really rare instances where it was mm. ostensibly aimed at kids, but parents would have as much to take away from it yeah. and you have that experience of reading it to your kids or as a kid being read it by your parents i grew mm -hmm, up with Stephen mm -hmm. fry reading it on you know audible or not audible it wasn't oh, yeah, around, but, uh, right. on cassette and that's a really lovely into like familial experience but it's it requires a particular way of writing you can't yeah. bore one half of those people if parents are bored the kids can tell if the kids yeah. are bored the parents will never read it so yeah, yeah. matty care to read a chat from marley the, the unlucky Absolutely. Some of Marlon the Unlucky. Don't you dare mansplain to J.K. Rowling. That's very <laughs> but true. I, I mean, that, that's, it's, a, it's a prime example of um, the screenplay being at fault here. Because as I said, I can't believe that they but they they couldn't tell that this film was slow. If you have 90% talking and not much action, it's going to be slow. People are going to get bored. And I was bored out my head with the second one. First one, I barely made it. Yeah. I thought, first one was okay. The concept's great. But unfortunately, it was just too slow. Anyone's seen them all apart from Matt Cass? I have, unfortunately. I... My nieces and stuff wanted to see. Brian, uh, sorry, Branta, how many have you seen? I literally have seen the very last Harry Potter film. And the only reason I was doing that was because I was trying to get a young lady's knickers off. <laughs> Did it work? Uh, the small child upstairs says yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say, chat, anybody seen all the Harry Potter films? Uh, Katty, you've seen them all, yeah? Absolutely. I love them. Um, Ian? Uh, no, all I saw... No, not all of the Harry Potter ones. I saw the first two. I think <clears> the third one. Uh, but I, d I couldn't connect to any of the people in Harry Potter. They all seem very upper class, middle class, and it just I couldn't Especially connect with them. Especially what's the name, the girl. Yeah. Uh, Lord, have you? Did you say you've seen two? I've seen all the Harry Potter films. All oh, right, okay. I sort of grew up with those. I've seen two of the Fantastic Beasts ones. Um, yeah, and the genius that J.K. Rowling had was that she she created these characters who grew with their audience. Yeah. So if if you were around Harry's age when the books the books start, she matures the books in pretty much direct line with how you're maturing as well and they get progressively darker and more adult and she did that incredibly well the films the films do it as well i think um they're not as engaging but they are still you know the, the kind of thing you would watch with all of your family um i i felt they sort of lost their way toward the end they can't act in the beginning they also can't act at the end but yeah. they're more interesting at the beginning than they were at the end um absolutely they, right yeah but you're, you're, that, that's another really interesting point is like how who connects with harry potter most and it's it is the classic english boarding school story yeah but that is quite a middle and upper class is trope. that why you and connect heavily with it unironically un it <laughs> might be because like, my, my, my grandparents were teachers and my mum is you know she, she's fairly sort of middle class in terms of culture as well and i don't imagine it is as approachable or is as relatable to someone who is lower class and and that's always been the case i mean george orwell wrote a, an essay way back when talking about why it is that for some reason english fiction for kids always seems to hark back to the english public school but the way in which that only really serves the top uh like the, well the upper echelons of the population and also the middle class as well uh, but never really for working class kids who tend to prefer something a bit more traditionally action adventure and Harry Potter is another example of that. Harry Potter is borrowing from a very long established sort of yeah. trope in English literature, which is 
you portray middle class aspirations to or upper class aspirations to middle class kids. And it, it works for that audience, but for people who are not of that audience, is there really anything um, you can connect with? Eager folks, yep. hostman at Mr. Brown Lines says me. Uh, oh God, here we go. Ezra Miller was also in Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, it was terrible. As Dumbledore's little brother. The only, the only, the only Ooh. thing in uh, you know that, that's connected with working class kids was Grange Hill. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Grange Hill was the only thing that connected working class kids. Yeah, and even that sort of you can see this. There's a vague similarity in the sense that it is still portraying school culture. So it is still yeah. you know you have the teacher as the authority figure, and you have regimented society and all the rest of it. But yeah, you're right. I mean that that is much more clearly aimed at working class kids, whereas Harry Potter is. Yeah, it's a bit too MDU. prim and proper and prancy. I did. I didn't mind that. But Super I just hopes. thought that the kids were very distant. Um, they weren't like, for instance, I think she she deliberately not had them connected to anything that was um, connected with today, like Nike shoes or you know mm. or anything connected. And 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 that's that's fine in itself, but it still kept the distance between me as a person. And and the Harry Potter character, and also the acting wasn't very good, so it's like uh, yeah. uh, eager folks. Romeo, Romeo, Tango, November Zulu for ten New Zealand dollars. Hail Brown, esteemed guests, and awesome chat. Sorry, I can't join today, as I've already committed to being on a stream with Dark Hour, but I will Ooh, be tuning in. in into the replay for sure. See you all <laughs> soon. He just started streaming. He's already telling us to fuck off. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Is this, um, as I've said, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, David Davloff, is this desperation to make money? Of course it is. Making films is about making money. It's also yeah, but it's, it's it, yeah. from bounding yes. into comics, and it says rumor, and that usually means yeah. they've just been watching Doomcock, so it won't. Yeah, happen. but it's the internet, <laughs> <so it's laughs> <true. laughs> isn't it? Well, uh, something well, tells me that he was really good as weird, weird um, uh, young Alkovich, where his name is. He plays Ali Oh, right. Yeah, on. he plays him. Yeah. Apparently. In a, in a yeah, movie, I don't know. I don't know what streaming. Yeah, he does. It looks fun, but I haven't seen it yet. No. Yeah, the uh, Weird to... Owl did look good. Yeah. You should let Ryan Johnson write this, and you're going to have Hardy dying in a no. rock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I think that... die. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> here you go. Uh, Harry Coffers and the Pot of Gold. No, I can see why pink, kids are attracted to gold, it. Probably. I can see why kids are attracted to it. And and obviously kids grew up with, with the books, reading the books. The books were far more famous. You know, it was, yeah. was famous before the film had been made. But as I said, for me as yeah, a which, filmmaker, when I went to watch it, I couldn't connect to them at is all. Is this their prequels? You know, like the Star Wars thing. I hope not. Okay. I, I think that the the Harry Potter movies were more successful because they had the books to fall back on. I don't the the Fantastic yeah. Beasts did not have that. Um, but I think it, rebooting it is probably the best idea. And I I disagree with Ian. I think there's never a too soon time to do it because if you're if people are a huge harry potter fan like myself i'm a huge potterhead i will go and see Pot any head. of them i don't care what it is <laughs> yeah i totally 100 uh, like, percent. i will atom, uh, yeah. atom gray did you put your 
pronoun into the goblets of fire. <laughs> you see, you see, Matt, that, that's one. That's what I'm afraid of. Very good. If they very rebooted good, very it, good. Matt. Pronouns. And they'll, they'll put all this Harry crap pronouns. into it. That's that's the reason why I, I don't think they should do it. Because let's face it, right? Harry Potter means a lot to a lot of people around Harry the world. Pronouns. And, and we do not want it to be fucked with, right? We want I the memory that, to I... stay. Anyway, sorry. I sorry. think that I. I, I think that I think that uh, I don't think it'll get too preachy because I don't think that Harry Potter got too preachy uh, in the way that, uh, you know, the woke times are now. I mean, Fantastic Beasts kind of went there a little bit, but I think that um, Fantastic big Beast, time. I think that well, I think that I think that J.K. Rowling was just trying to do so much in a movie and she just doesn't. I think that when you write a movie script and you write a novel, they're two totally different mindsets. And I don't mm. think that J.K. Rowling has that same skill uh, to do both. I think that I think that when it comes to writing a movie script, there are certain things that you have to hit in each act. And I don't think she yeah. understands that. And that's why they need to bring doesn't. on a, a, a second writer uh, for that. Screenplay third movie. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that she would also benefit. Sorry, give me this last 10 seconds. No, no, no. I all think I think that she would heavily benefit from a script doctor, somebody to come in yeah. and just fix yeah. fix all of her stuff and just be like, listen, this is great, but you need to do this, this, and this. And then it was, so we're just going to cut just, out like 20 minutes. Just get rid of the pronouns, love. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, the, that, that would be the big issue with a remake. That there are actually very few franchises at the moment that are more politicized than Harry Potter is. Because J.K. Rowling is the focus of everything that's currently going right. on in the, in the trans debate and all the rest of that. It is, and it has it absolutely has impacted her art. So there's a new Harry Potter game coming out next year in I think February or March, oh, uh, Legacy so of Hogwarts. It looks amazing. I think it looks really good, I, and I'm actually kind of interested in playing it. But I'm partly interested in playing it because every, almost without fail, every major games publication has said something to the effect of. Is it problematic to support this game? And GameSpot actually published something like a 3,000-word essay from one of its contributors saying it had nothing to do with the game, but it was all about how if you support the game by buying it, then you are supporting J.K. Rowling's campaign of hatred against trans people, <laughs> which is, of course, complete horseshit because she doesn't hate trans people and has never said anything that's actually nope. derogatory. But, you know, nope. the problem with a, a remake is that, and you see this as well with the, the original cast, Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and um, mm. the ginger guy, Rupert Grint, saying, Rupert Grint, to the effect of, yeah, to the effect of, it's a shame she said what she said and we wouldn't have starred in the films had we known that that's what she thought back when we starred in the films. Well, even yeah. Radcliffe uh, is, is the word. Radcliffe even sold her out. So yeah. Yes, so, no, all, they're, all, they're all all the, the only all interesting people, like um, who played only Lucius Ralph Malfoy, Fiennes was... stuck up for her. No, and um, and uh, uh, Jason Isaacs, Robbie yeah. Coltrane yeah. as well, yeah, and Robbie Coltrane, yeah, who's now yeah. dead. Uh, Jason Isaacs did. J so Jason basically, Isaacs the adults, the proper adults, stuck yes. up for her. Yeah, and, the, and the sensible adults just haven't said anything. But all yeah. of the kids have gone in for it. So if you were to <laughs> reboot Harry Potter, I really don't see that this would be... You can't avoid it. Either they would have to yeah. make a conscious decision to say, we are not taking part in this campaign, this smear campaign, this witch-hunting campaign, ironically, against J.K. Rowling, uh, or we're going to go in for it fully. And given the state of modern media, I would, I would expect them to go in for it as opposed to avoid it. Uh, yeah. Not a brand of claws. Oh, Could don't you... do it. Okay, well, one, at, one at a time, guys. One at a time. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <Mask laughs> <off. laughs> oh, I was just gonna say, um, 
I, I don't think that they're going to go fully in on attacking J.K. Rowling. She has, uh, like, the best contract when it comes to these movies. She has a final <coughs> say on everything. And, if they, like, often. for instance, she, she uh, when, when Johnny Depp was getting um, bombasted by, um, you know, uh, abuse allegations at the very beginning of his whole Amber Heard situation, she, I was like, no, I'm casting him, and if you don't like it, you know, uh, get out of my face kind of thing. Um, but, um she has final say on everything. Uh, she, she, if she doesn't like an actor, yep. she can get rid of them. Um, you know, at the very beginning stages of this, they wanted to do this movie in America and make it like, I think it was 2016 or something like that, but they wanted to make it very, you know, now times. And she's like, no, Spielberg. absolutely not. Yeah, so, but Spielberg, um, they wanted Spielberg to direct, and they wanted the kid from home alone to play Harry Potter, but she vetoed yeah, so it. She, yeah, she has she has like the one of the best contracts that you like are never even heard of anymore in Hollywood. Like she has um, final say on everything. In the chat, um, Fats Gandalf at Mister Brown Alliance. Uh, that's me. Uh, tell the little platoon in brackets the Lord close brackets. I pre-ordered just to support her war. It's the war for the Wizarding World. No, I, I I'm going to buy it and. I think you know it does look like it could be really interesting. It's been delayed a lot. It, yeah. This is the thing. The stuff that the outlets like Gamespot should be talking about is, well, it's been delayed three or four times. Why is that? What are the production problems? What what's the game related news we can report here? It's not. How can we possibly give one of our low level writers three to four thousand words to talk about the trans politics of Harry Potter? Oh. That's not what people read Gamespot for. It's right. a pure, a really good example of the way in which it's impossible these days to talk about anything like art for art's sake. We're not talking about, is this going to be a good game? We're talking about, are we allowed to support the game politically because buying the game is a political act? That's depressing because you should be... Ugh. I could be on the other side of this. I could say I could really disagree with everything J.K. Rowling stands for politically. I could disagree with her on the trans thing, but I should still be able to say, I love the world she built and I want right. to play the game built based in that world. That should be perfectly fine. Right. But now you can't do that. And that's irritating to say the least absolutely i couldn't i couldn't agree with you more i i literally was told by um a family member that every time i buy something harry potter that's like um you know uh, official and everything that i am supporting everything that jk rowling stands for and i'm all mm. like first off i don't think she said anything wrong when it comes to the trans movement but before that she was a total lefty that's what people oh, totally forget about that she was completely liberal Scottish. in her ideas and she says one thing one thing against against the norm of the of the the liberals Shit. and everything and and they just they just pounce you know it's it's like crazy they eat their own like nobody's business and, and uh, yeah. yeah what does probably but, say cultural marxism by the friends? way um matt there's a there's a there's a harry potter store down the west end in london and it's freaking huge so uh Next time I'm down there, I'll take some pictures and send it to you. Because <laughs> you're, 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 you're be in heaven. You'd be in heaven. Oh my if God. Not, buy, yeah, not buying anything, though. No. I'm still waiting for my Christmas present <laughs> no. from you. Anyway, okay. That's, no, my sister, my sister went to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Florida and everything. And I've never been because uh, I got to wait yeah. for my kids to get a little bit older. Uh, but she sent me a picture of everything. And I was like, oh, you bitch. You're just rubbing it in now. Ego <laughs> like, Hostman at Mr. Brown Lines. Uh, again, that is me. I don't like J.K. Rowling's radical feminism, but I will still play the game. That, yeah, that, that's absolutely exactly that's the old the point, point of it. Right? That's the point. Yes. Yeah. Back yeah. back in the day, back yeah, before and... the whole trans thing kicked off, 
the yeah. only thing because jk rowling kept a very low public profile at the time as well but the right. only thing people there were two things people knew about her one was that she was very much against scottish independence and the other one was and the main important one was that she was very much a feminist but you will still get people on the political right or political conservatives or, or, or non-feminists who will love what she's created read what she's written play the games based on all of that without taking an issue with her politics um but there is one side of the, de the debate that won't do that. You have to be pure and perfect. And if you're not in any respect, then everything associated with you is damned by that association. And that's that's cancer to way. art. That, that's not yeah. how you get arti uh, artistic production. It's the enemy of it. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so on one hour, we'll move on. <laughs> uh, anybody see this? I, I, I did this. see this. Yeah, that's insane. This... I could do this job, and I will charge them four hundred dollars. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's so ridiculous. Is this a thing, though? For real, people people are are scared of talking to people on the phone. Mm, I can imagine that it sounds so ridiculous that it's true. Obviously, it's on the internet. So I don't true. like I don't like talking to people on the phone. If I can possibly avoid it, I will really? do it by text or email. Oh. Yeah. Really? I, I, oh, see, I yeah. am. Oh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe it's a generational I thing. I, uh, I have Matt no Cat likes with. talking, don't you? I do, I'm, I do. I'm completely the opposite. I prefer to talk to someone on the phone rather than just trying to yeah. find an L in my fucking text and shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> to, to ring somebody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. There you go, time so profit. Just... Uh, time profit. Uh, Mr. Brown answers me, I'm afraid to talk on the phone. Really? Oh. I'm not judging, I'm so. not judging. I... No, 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 I think you should, because like, I, I prefer talking via text, email, whatever, but I, I wish that I didn't, because I know why I do, and the reasons why I do are not very good in the sense, it's, it's, it's very much of, I don't want to have to make an effort to sound enthusiastic, and if I don't have to talk to them on the phone, I, I don't have to do that. Um, mm. I can reply when I want to, which again, that's laziness, and it's antisocial, so I don't... Yeah, my, my reasons are really just avoidance, and not, n that's Action. not a good reason. Uh, Appion, on almost five hundred a hour. Where do I apply? Yeah, I want it. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm right. when, when it, that. it. That sounds like a dream job. When it when it comes to business, yeah, sure, you know, I I text. But when it comes to people I really want to talk to, who who oh, yeah. who keeps texting me, and I keep saying, "Ring me. This is a phone." Then yeah, I get a bit upset that they don't ring me, and I just refuse to text them, and then they have to ring me. Ego, Frankie Zen, pack up Gen Z, it's over. It yeah, is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's such a shame that this having... generation will never know the absolute joy of phoning into going live to tell them that five star are shite to their very face. <laughs> I will say, um, if you text people, everything is data recorded. Yeah. Yeah, the, I, Big brother. I remember going ever... across the road to the red phone box and putting 10 pence in after speaking till the pips come on. Do you know what I mean? You just have to speak really fast, get your point across. Do you know what I mean? It's just, look, a phone is a phone. You know, it's not it's not a writing implement. It's a phone. Why don't you just call them and talk to them? It's ridiculous. Steve Absolutely Jobs ridiculous. has got a lot to answer for. Anyway, yeah. okay. Well, so uh, yeah. I need, uh, I I need to know where to exception. apply for that. For like for people who already you already know and who already know you like yeah, your exactly. good friends family I think that that's different. There are still mm. times my mum will call and I'll think oh for fuck's sake, but I'll still pick the phone up. <laughs> oh, your mum! Um, it's mostly for people I don't know that well oh. or for like 
Just you know, yeah, people like, uh, yeah, cer yeah. certainly now oh. because if now there are so many phone scams where if you so much yeah. as answer the phone, then your number is there is that and there is that you get more and more. So, but yeah, oh, I love fucking with those obviously. people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you ever you ever answer the phone and just sit there and talk to them about your everyday life and they're just be like, yes, but I'm Poor trying bastards. to tell you how trying to tell you about insurance company and you're all like, okay, anyway, so listen, I was trying to make this this quiche and it and it got all fucking. <laughs> I love that stuff. I love messing with them. It's super fun. Did you did you done. see? There's a there's a hacker on on TikTok and he go and he and he you know scam scam people ring him up and he's so good that he can find out the names of the people. That actually calling no, him. No, I haven't seen. Have oh, seen, seen that? that. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. YouTube as well. He's yeah. so good. Right, there you go. Mm, Harriet Potter and the phone. <laughs> we'll trademark that. That's good. Okay. Actually, well after everyone's forgotten the story of Harry Potter or the films, there will still be the meme template, which is just Harry Potter and the whatever the hell you want it's a really right. really good um, way of doing this the easy punchline even though i don't ring many people anyway i think um it is good to talk but yeah, so say, yeah. yeah. Um, it might weird. it may come full circle where you know people realize that yeah it's probably better to talk to people if anything it's a lot easier but anyway it's better um, i'm also aware of the irony by the way of saying oh, i really hate talking to people i've never met whilst I'm on a live stream doing exactly that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you're the Lord. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, also, We're besties. I like you guys. Yes, oh, exactly. thanks, Lord. I'm That's feeling fluffy now. Yeah, cheers. That's... <laughs> you heard it first, folks. The Lord likes us. I was working at the FT, and my answer phone was, oh. if I don't recognize your number, I'm not Fuck picking it, yeah. up the phone. Yeah, and that yeah, was a really right. convenient way of just never picking up the phone. So I, I was on many more streams with you guys than I ever spoke to people that I had to work for. Mm. So that was that's something. Mm. But then normally it's someone that you know and the name comes up and, and it's a text. And you're like, well, fucking hell, why don't you just ring me? I don't want to spend hours <laughs> trying to, the, yeah. you know, it's ridiculous. You're right, right, you know, and then the, the, there's the, the text is corrected and then the message goes off really stupid. You know what I mean? I might as well just pick up the phone and talk to me, <laughs> okay. you know? It's ridiculous. Um, anyway, I'm going to investigate how we get a job like that. I could be quite <laughs> good at that. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, do it. Uh, this was on literally, well, an hour, hour and a bit before we came on. Uh, we briefly mentioned this on, uh, was it Christmas Day? Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. Robert Meyer Burnett, the um, Viceroy of the, 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 the Tude. He keeps, he, he's trying to sell us Star Trek yeah. Picard Season 3. He's doing his best. Because he's friends with the guy that's making it, so of course he's going to be trying to sell it. I mean, it's this is ridiculous. I'm not going to be watching that yeah. shit. I mean, Why I'm going to watch it, but I don't. I I don't. I, I I'm going to watch it because uh, I cover it on my channel. But um, I I don't understand. Why he's he's simping for this season so hard? It's crazy to me. He's got like, a he wants a job. Boner. He's got a proper boner for it. He wants he? a job. He wants a job directing one of them. The, so that, the well, I say give him the job then. I mean, but at, 
I just go like, like he's trying, like he's trying to sell us this bag of goods that I'm just like, I don't understand why you're doing this. Like, the same thing that um, Kevin Smith did when he was, when he was talking about Supergirl and uh, the, the CW stuff, he was saying uh, things right that right I was right. like, what, what the fuck are you saying? Cause that's just so wrong. Ooh. And then suddenly he gets the job um, directing Supergirl. And the rest is oh, history. Yeah. Maybe it's the same thing with Robert. I don't know. Um, well, if he gets it, there good is for um, him. But there is the other interpretation, right? Which is that you know, he probably. I think he did. I don't know uh, Robert Meyer van, uh, Robert Meyer call him Pappy. very well. Pappy. 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 Okay, He's Pappy. Pappy. I don't know Pappy at all. Um, so I don't know what his history with Star Trek is, or, or if he liked the first two seasons of Picard. If he didn't like those, but likes this one, there can genuinely be. Like, if he's involved in the creation of it, he knows the guy who's making it, they've had the conversations, and he likes this upcoming season precisely because it's the opposite of the last two seasons everybody hated, it can be a genuine thing. So, you know, I, I can do my autofillatio moment and say I'm, I'm involved with Judas, the video game, right? <laughs> the same nice thing plug, happens. Yes. So when I plugged it the first time, and Brown, you said, well, as a woman, as a main character, therefore it's woke and I hate it. Um, and I felt that same sense of, well hang on a minute no i mean you haven't seen it yet obviously but i i'm involved i didn't with say it. I, I, I hated know. it i just thought well because yeah, of but, everything that's gone before yeah. i i totally agree with you by the way I know, no, but, but i can see Starfleet. i can also see why that's the yeah. case but if, if he's involved with the writing projects here or he knows intimately well intimately might be the misleading word if, if he's closely involved with the person writing it then he knows what's being covered and the theme and, and the overall tone of the thing. So he'll be very keen to champion it precisely because it is what he wants to see okay. from Star Trek. Can Our I... problem as the audience is that how do you separate that from the first two you, seasons then? of Picard, which were complete garbage? And can you separate those in your minds as the audience? It's one thing to be a writer. It's another thing to be part of the audience of this is supposedly okay. continuing story. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that back at you and say... Um... Up until press, four seasons of Discovery <laughs> and two seasons of Picard. And mm -hmm. um, I included anti-derivative Jill's comment as well because she, a uh, friend of the channel, uh, such a lovely, well-spoken woman who... Um, gentle nature, yes? Even she's saying, Robert, nah, you can't have yeah. um, Secret Hideout taking the piss for effectively six seasons mm. and expect us to lap this up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's totally right. Antiderivative Jill, spot on. Mm -hmm. I love you, Data. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you go, if you go to a restaurant and you get two shit meals... Chances are you ain't gonna turn up to the third one, no matter how good people <laughs> right. tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I that's, got a new, again, new again, that's a, a new chef, between, folks. That's the difference between being involved with something as a writer and being involved as the audience. And the audience is the one with the better attachment to it, really, because the audience has followed it from the beginning. But mm. if there's a shit restaurant and everyone knows the shit restaurant and everyone who's gone there has had two or three shit meals, and the restaurant is sold. And there's new owners, and there's new chefs, and there's new waiters. Yeah, but it's still and the same. Very, no, very the, deeply committed. I, I know, and, but it, it's the same company. Same. It, it's only the guy who's the producers, the owners, the who's it? Secret eyed out. Whoever just said to uh, Matalis, "Just you got free reign. Just do what you want." That true, was the one I, and only time. My my problem with that is, 
I don't. I I genuinely don't think that that's a sustainable or or even a sensible way of consuming art. So like, Picard season two pretended Picard season one didn't exist. There's very little to to actually follow through. In Picard Started well as two. well, didn't it? Well, exactly, I thought. Right. I thought episode one. Okay. Okay. If the same company with the same writers have created two shows or two seasons of the same show, which are functionally independent of each other, what happens if you had all of your favorite writers, people you knew for a fact really loved the franchise, with the exact same free reign to create a season that's entirely different and independent of everything that came before it, you would then be in the position in the restaurant analogy of saying, I will turn down a Michelin-style meal um, because I don't like the meal I was given under previous ownership by previous staff. And I don't think that that's necessarily the right thing to do. Because then what indication are you sending to the parent company? You're telling them that, um, well, they might... The company will be reading the fans. They will see the ratings. The company will say, we tried this with these writers and it was shit. We tried this with these writers and it was shit for the same reasons. So we're learning from our audience. Everyone seems to hate the miserablest, almost Ryan Johnson-style uh, version of Picard. Let's give the fans, in season three, the final season, the Picard they know and love. But why didn't they, give, it it, why didn't they give us it in well, season one? But I know that, that that's a criticism of the company, but it's not a criticism of the people writing season three. And you will be denying yourself a season three. Let's say season three turned out to be as good as the next generation. Oh yeah, I'll be watching it. Don't best. worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you will listen, be watching it. This is the this is the this is the sad thing. Everybody, because it's got the old crew in. Every trust me, everybody will be watching it, and they know it. I won't. Well, it's all about it's all about perception, and you can shove as many Chef Ramses into this <laughs> metaphoric restaurant all you want. But if people are just so disgusted <laughs> with their experience. They probably won't give it a chance. Yeah. That's um, probably a go. shame. Uh, Tim, I like saying this, Hannah Bomb. Picard is an android now. Then... I, 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 I'm sorry, I have to agree with um, with with Rest Brian. I, mm -hmm. Listen, I had two shit meals. I'm not going back to that restaurant ever. So they so, can okay. their right. ass. Um, and I said, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I'm, I'm I'm interested in that perspective and and what you hope is the outcome of that because. You cannot change who too little, owns too late, a property. Well, too well, hold, hold, if, let me finish. I, I know I go on for a while, but <laughs> let, try. Um, let's say you can't change. Very you fun. cannot change the person who owns the property. That will not happen. You can't change that. They own the property, whatever you mm. want. So what's the best you can hope for? Is it that the person who owns the property gives you, because they're in hock to their quote-unquote, you know, woke propagandists. Two seasons of shit. And everyone appreciates that as being shit. No one watches it. The ratings are terrible. The person who owns the property wants a successful property, whatever the ideology is. And they've seen that one ideology doesn't work. Let's say that they then experiment. They go on, they give it to someone with the opposite, someone who actually cares about the franchise and cares about the story and cares about the characters... What are you achieving by not watching that? Are you not simply telling them that nothing 
they do will work. So no, wh- why don't why don't they do what comics no. do? Comics have had the same problem. Possibly, comics, possibly, but it kind of comes down to trust in a way. Do exactly. you trust that these people are given are going to be given free reign, or is it going to be more of the but same? Also, the also same remember they're all so fucking old. I mean, what's his name? Picard, the guy who plays Picard. He's like he's going to drop oh, sooner yeah. or later. <laughs> and and how are we going to take this? I mean, I don't care how good I the story you, is. Gator. If the guy can't. I love you, Dana. I, I can't, you know, if he can't make it to his chair and say, you know, <laughs> engage, then we're all in trouble, aren't we? It's just, it, honestly, no, no, I, I don't agree trust with that. these people. I don't give a shit. They, That's they, fine. They, they gave a oh, shit, well, shit I meal. I completely, <laughs> agree, I completely agree with that on. as a criticism of, of the art form itself in that um, Patrick Stewart is just too old to do this now. And it should yeah. never have been greenlit. It was only greenlit because he Ten was given license to give us his own political opinions. That's yeah. part of the integral never reason why seasons one and two were so shit. But you might not trust the company in charge with having the best motives in mind. But surely what you would no. trust of them is their own worst intentions, which um, is profit grabbing and rent seeking. Uh, if they've been, If it's been proven to them that doing woke stuff loses them money, they don't have to have the best intentions to say that no. giving Star Trek fans what they want might earn them more money. Um, Nevertheless, we will still get what uh, we want. Lord, is my if I may, if I may, yes. what is the, uh, thank you, what is the shittest meal that you've ever eaten that you can remember? <laughs> The Bacard sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Bedford, um, my, my nearest town, opened the country's first one-pound kebab store. Oh, get in. That sounds <laughs> luxury. And, um, luxury. It was luxury. closed down after three months for health violations. So I think I had one kebab from there. And I hate kebabs so, anyway, but that was probably it. So what you're saying is you had one meal from there. Yes. I rest my case. I don't know. I think that's a false. Was it a good kebab? For a quid, yes. It was was just a boring average, but I was very drunk. It was only a pound. So by that, yeah, by that standard, isn't that when you only eat kebabs when you're drunk? I love how you guys call kebabs. Yeah, and and I hate them. You're very loud when I'm drunk as well. It boils boils down to, uh, um, they're gonna if if this is a bait and switch. Yeah, they're going to give us, they're saying they're going to give us what we want. And then when we're like episode three, uh, suddenly Picard's kissing number one or something like that. Do you know what I mean? I don't trust any of it. Why would I come back? Why would I come back? You would have to judge it in a Because again, as Brown himself said, the first episode or two episodes Uh, of season two, Mr. Brown, sorry, Sir Brown, as the first two episodes episodes of season two were kind of entertaining and they weren't shit. No, they weren't. They were shit. No, season two, Picard, episode one, I thought, oh, okay, they're actually trying. I may forgive them. See uh, episode two. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and then it just fucking went off the rails. I think, I thought, I think the, fir- the first the first episode was at least interesting, and it was it just it felt was, like it felt like the same felt reasons like as the previous season had been. Yeah. Yes, and in, in uh, Lord's defense, uh, the guy that's writing this third season did write the first two episodes of uh, season two of Picard. Which oh, okay. All right. Okay. 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 The reason I mean, why okay. I didn't watch season two is because season one was shit, and I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna go from season That's one to, to the I'm, third one, am I? You know what I mean? I'm Just totally, I totally point. get where you're coming from, but but uh, Lord Cord is right. Like this could be a good season, and Robert Don't Meyer Burnett has Don't seen care. these these episodes, and it could. Uh, Don't I, care. I, it's too late. You, listen, you both. There you go, folks. Uh, the mega geek has spoken. Saying, 
the mega <laughs> geek, the the wise elder of the channel, also, has spoken folks. Good, so. It's too late, and also the the the, 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 the he is too old. This 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 is pointless exercise. Mm. I don't, you know, I'm gonna sit there and watch him go. Love you and uh, <laughs> you know, let's kiss and all that rubbish. I'm not gonna be sitting there watching Engage. that crap. Come on, I, know, I, <laughs> I, I agree with that, but, but I think that that criticism is a criticism that you could have made. Let's say that the last season of The Next Generation had been made now with him at this age. You could still apply that same criticism, and I would agree with that. I think he is too old to be playing this role. Um, that That's almost a, a completely separate line of criticism, though. The, the one that I'm interested in, in your guys' opinions of is, is how you see it ending. So with comic books, for example, with comic books, you've got to the state where um, they've been turned over to the worst type of person, and they are all... Right almost without exception these days, pushing the most overt woke agenda. Right. As a result, as a result, people have said, well, I'm, okay, I'm not going to read that anymore. I'm done with that. Right. Because no one's reading or watching it anymore, though, it, there's no real loss to the overarching company. They can actually use it to experiment even more with the worst mm. tendencies of the quote-unquote woke progressives. If, though, you're still invested as a company in the financial success of a product, there might still be a role for the audience in turning up for something which is the opposite in tone and message of the bad mm. stuff that will teach the, the overarching company whatever its own personal political motives if you want to make money you have to give us this and if they give us this and we just don't turn up well what's to stop star trek going the same way as the comics and actually getting worse rather than better needs to stop that's what it needs to do it needs or, to stop they, they stop, need yeah. to make a they meet they need to make another star trek with new characters in it and take all the woke shit out of it that's what they need to do yeah going back to going back to the well it's not and rocket just, science yeah and just getting all these people out with wheelchairs and zimmer frames is a big waste of my time and everybody <laughs> else's time should be spending money on creating something new and getting rid of all the woke people that's involved in star trek i i i've always be. said if robert meyer Burnett would be a great showrunner for Star Trek if he was given free reign to make Star Trek how it should be made. Mm -hmm. But, but I, I I, the thing is, I agree with everything that the Megeek just said. My, my question really is, is like, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying not to fall on, <laughs> fall down on one side of this. But the reason I'm, I'm throwing this out is that the last bit in particular, get rid of all the woke people who are doing it. My, my question is really trying to yeah. to get out of you. How do you think we will get rid of them in the end? Is it to, to not turn up to watch their opponents, or is it to turn up to watch their opponents and prove to the studio that their opponents are the right people to be heading the franchise? What's the studio owns Star Trek again? Is it Paramount? I think it's, it's Paramount. Yeah, Paramount. Yeah, yeah, so Paramount, right? Whoever's in charge, who is the man right at the top, should come down his stairs, go to the office, Take a big sledgehammer and kill everybody in the office that's connected to Star Trek. <laughs> I thought it was and a then woman. Metaphorically, metaphorically kill. Exactly. Bury the bodies. Is it, <laughs> is it not a woman? Who's, and then bring not, in new people. That's is it, it not a woman who's in charge of Paramount? Oh, who cares? Who cares? I, mean, yeah, there I, I, is, hear, I, I hear, um, I hear um, what the Lord is saying. There you go. Really Thank hear you, what the Lord is saying. Frankie's but, I think it's... Yes, so do I. But... I am not going to be watching it. You, you know, Godspeed and all that. Good luck if you're going to watch it, but I have just Engage. On the other hand, like, the, sorry, Brad, just, I'll, I'll try and keep this one very quick, which is that you could actually still be right in the sense that maybe the best way to make the people at the head of the studio realize their mistake mm. is to actually let the franchise die. 
Oh, yeah, no. But the thing is, we, the thing is, that, we like thing, Star Trek. I love Star yeah, but, Trek. Yeah, but do. But that's the reason that that will be a shock, right? If something so successful and well no. recognized as Star Trek dies because of the agenda, and no it one is, will come back it to it, then everybody knows. Everyone knows what the right thing to do is, but these people will not do it because yeah. they're on a mission with their religion to try and educate the world, and that is the problem. Mm-hmm. Once you get rid of that. Hopefully things will go back to the way they it should be. Once you get that's the that's the core problem, right? It's got nothing to do yeah. with anybody else. That is the core problem. And it, look, the, the logical thing to do is create something new, create a new uh, new enterprise with a new cast and crew, cast cast really well, and not have any of the preaching stuff in it, and just concentrate on real adventures. It's not rocket science. Come on, <laughs> they kind of did that with That's... strange new worlds, though, didn't they? Although no, they did. They did some didn't. of the cannons stuck to it, didn't? No, they didn't. It's still connected to Burnham. Therefore, yeah. it's yeah, still we got poisoned. slapped over. Yeah, we got slapped. Uh, strange new worlds was surprisingly decent, and yeah, surprisingly entertaining. But yes, we got slapped over the and noggin. That's exactly with what's going to happen Burnham with this Star Trek. And it's like, this Star Trek, that's fuck exactly off. What's going to happen? Fuck they're going to start off. They're going to start off with um with, with Picard, and, the, and the, everybody's going to be this is great, this is great, and then they're going to slap you in the face with some kind of kissing, two men kissing, or whatever. Some what what, what rub? They're going to slap you. I know it's coming. Everybody knows it's coming. Good luck, because I won't be watching it. I will not be watching it. I know what's coming. Smack you in the face with a massive woke lady cock. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, This was going to be like a little brief, short, fun stream. It was fun. fun. This is is deep, folks. This is deep. Okay, shall we move on? That's what she said. Um... Next year, apparently, uh, there's going to be a divorce tsunami in the UK. Why? Um, it's all down to do with no-fault divorce, uh, meaning effectively can get a quickie divorce. Mm. And uh, apparently, uh, Christmas is a bad time for divorce. Silly season. Yeah, the oh, silly right. season. Mm. Interesting. That's so, sad. That's so sad. Who said marriage is dead, folks? My marriage isn't no, dead. Sad. It's not dead. Seriously, I know. I know hundreds of people that are married and happy. Seriously. Yeah, I'm one of them. I'm totally happy. That's what I'm saying you just don't, don't get those news in 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 you know in the news. You just get rubbish. News. Yeah. And just because it's cheap to get a divorce doesn't mean you need to get one. I mean. Uh, I I don't understand that. I, I don't understand that concept of of, you know, we've had a bad go at it for a couple months. Let's get a divorce. That's weird. Uh, yeah, you know. I think yeah, does it negate the, the last? It's it's so what? much easier to get into it. It's so much easier to leave it. And it, yes, agreed. if if you are in the position where you are happily married, then it, it's not anything like at the forefront of your mind. But for a large number of people, mm. there's not the same attachment and. If you make it easier, I mean, we've had a huge explosion in divorce. I mean, the, the, the marriage success rate is, is down exponentially since the divorce laws were, were legalized, I think, in the late 80s. Um, and that's because for, for a large number of people, marriage is not a happy thing. Marriage is a good thing in other ways. Marriage is 
something that allows you to bring up kids, but it's also something that allows you to live on two incomes as opposed to one. There is a huge financial factor in that. Yep. It did used to be the case that you simply couldn't afford to get divorced. I know some of my friends whose parents stayed together because they couldn't afford not to. Um, but actually, that's the marriage is a happy love-making thing. It is, it's for very lucky people, but relatively few people. We don't tend to do that anymore. Now we are in a world where you're encouraged as an individual man or woman to earn your own way and your own life and not to be reliant upon anyone else. Mm. We are encouraging more women into the workplace in particular. And like it or not, it does tend to be women who would stay at home doing the child rearing in a marriage situation. And so you've seen a collapse in the marriage rate and, and a huge boom in the divorce rate because that's sort of what the culture has been told is a good thing. The, the thing that annoys me is that everyone in my generation who now complains that they can't afford to buy a house is complaining because they're all professional single people. Yeah, get you, married. Yeah, you, married people. Commit to somebody. Yeah, up until, up until the 1980s, if you were a married man, you would earn more on your own than a working man and a working woman individually because of the, the productivity gains of having your house taken care of. After mm. the 1980s, 90s, you would still be in the best position if you've got two incomes in your household because that's two incomes to support your rent or support your mortgage or whatever. But we are now in the position where you have to say, well, we, we discourage relationship forming and we discourage um, marriage as, as an institution, really, by making it so easy not to do. And then you get people complaining that they can't afford a house anymore. I said, well, that's, that's part of the reason why, is that you want a house for yourself, whereas once upon a <clears> time you would have wanted your house for your family. Mm. Also, the fact deep, that um, that um, uh, majority of people who get divorced or or, or are in trouble is that <laughs> they don't realise that you have to work at relationship. Nothing is perfect. You know what I mean? Right. One little argument, right. and they want a divorce. <laughs> you know, a, a, a lot of the old generation realised that. Um, that that they weren't going to click right away. They did. They loved each other, but they realised we're going to click. And so they they basically endured it. Do you know what I mean? Endured it so they can get to the good place. But a lot yes. of people today, right. Right. they don't do that because the first sign of argument, they want a divorce. My grandparents yes, uh, right. in next year, 2023, is my grandparents' 50th wedding anniversary. Mm. Um, Congratulations. They've had a really, really tough time. So they've yeah. got four kids. My two uncles, are, you know, one of them is very severely handicapped. One of them is, is reasonably severely handicapped. Um, you know, daughter has moved away. My mum is my mum and they've not had an easy life at all but they stuck together and a large part of that i think is faith as well they are both very strict catholics and we've lost that sense of bond as well yeah. we don't have that religious mm. bond anymore in the same way that we used to but yeah. to say that they only stuck together because they it was always easy and they always loved each other and they never fell out and they never hated each other even mm. is just fanciful and overly romantic but we yeah we've lost those incentives to marry and we've become obsessed with the distance it was a tax perk at one point wasn't it well, they keep trying to do that because governments periodically will say we're not having enough kids and so we'll have a tax break if you're married with two or three children. And I think yeah. that still exists as well. Yeah, it um, does. It's just... Uh, here you go. Z3PO. I've been married for 23 years, yes, to Uncle... Oh, Ray. rub it in. Uh, <laughs> um, time profit, 15 years. Time off for good behaviour, Team Profit. Yeah. It's it's the it's the world it's the world we live in, isn't it? It's crazy. The world we live in, they're teaching people that that fathers are crap, 
you know you should you should, right. you should own your, your your own money whatever you know uh, men and yeah. women can can can, yeah. can they, they should be equal which is not really true really men and women right. can can survive without each other which is kind of bollocks really do you know what i mean that kind of thing so they fill mm -hmm. in everybody with that and then when they have one argument all of that comes into play and they're like i want a divorce walk and it's away. like you haven't even tried yet you haven't even tried okay yeah so there anyway, was a, right. a study out of, of out of the us i think last week or the week before on um, happiness between different social groups. The happiest person in America, on average, is, I think he's 35, married, one kid at home, and a wife who works part-time. The least happy nice. person in America is a 41-year-old single woman with no kids, which is exactly Watching the social Hulk. category that we have created <laughs> over the last few mm. years by choice, by encouraging more women into the workplace is part of it but also by that particular strain of feminism which says that as a woman you can only be fulfilled if you are your own individual yeah. person with no attachments i'm an independent and woman connections. i don't need no mans you need a soulmate soulmate's very demographic yeah very much honestly unironically as well the oh, she-hulk she demographic oh. is the least happy demographic in america um shoes <laughs> It is true, though. Exactly okay. what you're saying is absolutely true. But anyway, okay. um, whatever. The great institution of marriage. Let's I believe in marriage. I've just got to find someone that will marry me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shall we move on? Move along. Move along. Um, I just I, I put this in for a little bit of fun. Who saw this? Anybody? No. I didn't see it. But, <laughs> I'm, good, I'm assuming this is in the uh, a United States of America. That's a country, isn't it? It's that Wiki yes. Fever's garden. It looks that's like the it. best yeah. country. It's not your that's a good, that's garden, a good one. is it, Matt? Yeah, that's the best country in the world. Is that your garden? This is very good. That is not. I wish I was this creative when it comes to uh, lights for Christmas. Uh, uh, but yeah. uh, this is very good. This is very, very good. Um, Biden is for the people he at is home. A, Who's Biden? He is our, he is our president. Uh, the 46th president uh yeah. yeah so but he sucks at least so whatever, it's fine. yeah yeah he's he's a potato at this point <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you, you can you can leak vodka out of a potato and biden is not that useful <laughs> right mm. is he not a very good president i don't think I so i mean but uh you know some people do i don't uh i don't get those people but you know what are you gonna do has America ever had a decent president in the last 40 years? They all seem to be fucking duds. Mm, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, we've... Oh, we've Reagan, oh, Reagan, he's, Reagan is my favorite president. Yeah, um, Reagan but, uh, president. There's, there's, been, there's been some good... Ronald ones. Reagan took a bullet for you guys, man. He took yeah, I love bullet. Ronald Reagan. Nixon, yeah. he was a great president. I, I thought Nixon was a good president. <laughs> he, he, he had that one little incident and uh, ruined his whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, here you go, here you go, here you go. I, uh, I, I, would, I would unironically go with Reagan. I know all of the, the good arguments against Reagan. Hollywood. I, I was on the left when I first learned about Reagan. I know all the Iran-Contra stuff. Um, and he did some really bad shit. But most presidents do some really, really bad shit. American presidents are a uniquely bad breed yeah. of human being. But of the uniquely bad breed of human being, Ronald Reagan probably did more right than wrong. As much mm. as what he did yeah. wrong was very, very wrong. Yeah, that's like being the prettiest feminist. <laughs> I mean, <'cause> you're... <laughs> the, 
Just because you're the prettiest of, doesn't mean to say you're beautiful. Do you know it's I mean? the Douglas Adams thing. On no account should anybody capable of getting themselves made president be allowed to do the job. And <laughs> that's a um, fairly good rule. Hostman says, I'm Mr. Bernalines, so as an American, I would like to dissociate myself from whoever put the hell's light up. Yeah. Well, this Father Christmas is leaking less than Joe Biden, so oh. <laughs> trying to disassociate from your president. <laughs> okay. Mm. Um, we'll move on from Biden. Oh, the guy. Did we see this? Um, yeah. Stephen s- Grief, is it? Stephen Grief? He played... Um, I forget the name of this guy in Blake 7. He was a... Travis. Yeah. He did look this show up. I've never seen it before. Yeah, we're scraping the barrel here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought it looked like fun. It's all right. uh, Blake Seven's okay. Not well made, though. So we've reached the bottom of the barrel for celebrities dying in 2013. Exactly. The the question that follows is who are we predicting we're going to lose in 2020? (laughs) Who do we not want to lose? I don't know. Um, I reckon we might lose. Um, uh, who's the guy who was in? Um, oh fuck, it's gone out of my head. Um, what's his name? Shawshank Redemption, who played Red. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. I'm, I reckon we might lose him this year. Morgan Freeman. Well, he's not been doing anything for a while. No, he hasn't, and he's very, very old. So yeah, I Anthony think he's breakout- going as well. Yeah, his Anthony breakout, Hopkins. Yeah. His breakout movie was uh, oh, yeah. a film that Christopher Reeve was in, and the only reason it was made was because Christopher Reeve got yes. in full yes. with this company, and one of the guaranteeing factors was he had to do Superman 4. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And it was a flop after he made yep. that film as well. Uh, so. Here you go, folks. Uh, Ravenscroft, 82. I cannot emphasize enough how much I enjoyed Blake 7. There was some stellar performances of Blake Seven. All these old school actors, stage actors. Time profits. Blake Seven was very well made on a low budget. But the problem is, is that the BBC didn't care about Blake Seven, right? The writers cared, everyone cared, the fans cared, and BBC just gave them two pence to make the show. It's absolutely mm. ridiculous. Glennis Barber was in that as well. Oh, God, she was gorgeous. Oh, dear. Was, was she called Su Lin or something like Su, that? Su Ling. Su Ling, yeah. She was Aww. lovely. Absolutely lovely. It was a great program. It is. Well, yeah, I guess. It was. Shut up, it was. <laughs> it's just a shame, as you said, um, made for 10 pence. Yeah, so it's, it's, it is a real shame, actually. It's a, it's a, it was a good show, but anyway. Um, I, quite, I quite like the budget restriction, though. Probably likes uh, it. So much of the most interesting sci-fi writing comes from people or studios which don't have money to spend on special effects. I mean, compare Star Trek The Next Generation to Star Trek Discovery. The Next Generation had a, a fraction of the budget, and so it had to invest in dialogue, characters, story, whereas Discovery can just go for special effects and make you wow. It's um, it's kind mm-hmm. of the Avatar effect again. The more money you've got to make it look good, the less money you spend and the less time and attention you pay to story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right. But the the problem with the the problem with the BBC was that after the first, I think the first two seasons, it that the the ratings had gone up, and still the BBC didn't give a shit. I think they gave them 
2p for the first season. 20 and pence. They gave him 20 pence for the last season. It was absolutely <laughs> ridiculous, even though the fan base was growing. Blake BBC Seven didn't was give a fantastic. Shit. Blake they didn't Seven give was a shit. really good. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we also re re uh, recommended the other week Star Cops, if you remember. The same I writer. That, I, 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 I forget yeah. the name of the guy who died, the writer, but he wrote yeah. Blake Seven and Star Cops. And Star Cops is on YouTube. and um, used to be on BBC Two, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, BBC Sci-Fi made for fuck all, but great stories. Well written. Mm. So, mm. Okay. So let's see what's next. I've just realised, and I'm very curious as to learn why your profile picture is a black Santa. So I don't Where did know. this come from? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just doing my bit for diversity and inclusion. <laughs> okay. So what's this... Um, uh, is it Jerry Anderson? Yeah, this show would have been on yesterday, folks. Mm. Um, it was the 10th anniversary of uh, Jerry Anderson mm. dying. Um, I saw I saw the making of uh, Thunderbirds and all the stuff that he did. It's, it's a documentary on, on um, Netflix that's really good. That shows you behind the scenes and his people talking about him and stuff. I love, honestly, Jerry Anderson is one of my favorite creators, mm. people. It, it shows what you can do with a budget and models if you pay attention to the models and pay attention to your writing and your characters. Um, he, he was Thunderbirds. I, I unironically really, really love the original Thunderbirds. It just it looks mm. Same fantastic. Give me, give me the Thunderbirds with its models on strings oh, over yeah. so much modern CGI heavy crap. Um, there's more care mm. and attention. It, it seems more loved and and more real for that. And yeah, Thunderbirds is is. A childhood memory he didn't want to do it though did he i mean he wanted to make um stuff with real people but they kept saying to him you know you need to make more puppet puppet shows well, and which one did he, he got do? really fed um, up with it it was the underwater was it uh was it the one with when it was underwater and they had yeah, people sting stingray he did stingray thunderbirds captain scarlet um terror Joe hawks, Nighty, terror hawks. Oof, a ufo yeah yeah, UFO was him breaking into the real, you know, real actors, real thing, but I it didn't do very the, well. It was super marionetting was the, the, the style that yeah, he pioneered. Yeah. I, yeah. I genuinely prefer Captain Scarlet and Thunderbirds. As soon as he gets Captain to was ice. real people, yeah. the problem with that is that he becomes too much adherent to modern fashion. So all of the everyone, all the men mm. in particular, wear this like super gay fishnet type thing it's just, it's just <laughs> yeah. really ooh, no it looks more dated even than thunderbirds does because thunderbirds doesn't rely on humans mm. it was, i mean he he um he, he, they were they, in the documentary they were saying they were doing visual effects um you know same time as doctor who was out and they were you know they were trailblazers i mean derek meddins came from from thunderbirds Derek meddins who uh, eventually went Good on to do the special effects for james bond yeah so so yeah i mean a lot of talented people came from his world, you know, these, these shows. So, yeah. I think my, I, I do love Thunderbirds, the 60s, because when we came home from school, it would be on ITV yeah. on an afternoon. And mm. Thunderbirds is fantastic. It's just, yeah. it's just great. Also, without Jerry Anderson, you wouldn't have had Team America because that's Matt true. Ray they, yeah, Parker yeah. loved British TV and grew up with Thunderbirds, mm. and decided they wanted to try and do a comedic Thunderbirds. And they actually tried to. Sh they showed Jerry they Anderson did. some of the footage and got his advice. And he said, "Well, obviously, some of the language is, is something I would never have condoned, but um, 
but otherwise mm. the, the, the marionetting was good <laughs> yeah yeah the marionetting was good but the language was was also they really wanted to do thunderbirds but couldn't because uh there was a real life version of thunderbirds in yes. production yeah. with bill paxman yeah Huh. It was terrible. Jonathan <clears throat> Frakes directed. Yeah. They went the uh, Spy Kids route, and it was awful. Yeah. The, the, it was bad because they got an American to try and understand a classic awful. British show, yeah. and they, he never did understood it. So, yeah, it was awful. But, we yeah. have been corrected, and rightly corrected in chat by mm. Osella Squandricors. Um, it wasn't Jerry Anderson at all who pari- uh, pioneered this style. It was, in <laughs> fact, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here you go. Yes, very true. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll just. Should we just leave she that was... up for the rest of the stream? <laughs> <laughs> but it, in, it because it, in, it's very useful. The reason why it worked mm-hmm. so well was because when kids saw it, they wanted those toys because they they look like toys on screen, don't they? And yeah, and um, so so when kids saw it, they wanted. I wanted Thunderbird too when I was a kid. My dad yeah. kept loads of them growing up, and I did have Thunderbird two and Thunderbird one. Mm. Um, I think Thunderbird Four was lost. I think I actually lost Down Thunderbird Four in the sea, funnily enough. But um, yeah. but Thunderbird. Th- no, I also had Thunderbird. No, I think I had all of them except Thunderbird Five at some point. Oh, nice. Inherited. It's um, really funny because if you watch the first episode of Thunderbirds, it explained exactly what Thunderbirds is all about. Plane was trying to land and the wheels wouldn't come out. Yeah. And they they couldn't land and then the Thunderbirds came along and. They rescued that plane and stuff like that. Yeah, and 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 then you see the movie and you and and you're like, what? Couldn't they not have done the the bit what they did in the? It was just ridiculous. Uh, Lord, if you like um, Thunderbirds yes. and Jerry Anderson, um, you should check out Doppelganger. It's a movie that he made. I th- I think I might have seen it in the sense that I know the name very well. But yeah, I Doppelganger. It's part. where uh, a sh- they send a ship to the far side of the sun. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I, I like that mechanical simplicity as well of Thunderbirds. Yeah. Thunderbirds is very much, it's the height of science, but what happens if it goes wrong? And yeah. the humans who come to rescue you from the, the pitfalls of technology. You have the villain, the, um, the, uh, the hood, obviously. Yeah. Ben but Kingsley, it's always yeah. it's it's very focused on this is what's possible. It's not just what's possible hypothetically in terms of you know this is science science fiction. It's also this is what's technologically possible for model making. And it's mm. yeah, everything about Thunderbirds is just really really lovely and wholesome. And I um, rewatch, I try and rewatch it at least once a year. Here you go, folks. Z three PO. The CGI reboot Thunderbirds I Go is very underrated, and I will totally agree. CGI. I haven't seen it. I know there was a movie called Thunderbirds. uh, Weta Digital make that. Oh, really? It's it's really good. Mm. I think my only criticism is the episodes were basically 25 minutes. Right. That was... But it it did look great. And yes, it is good. Mm. Um, Favourite Jerry Anderson guys, Ian? I I really like... um, um, Captain Scarlet, but unfortunately the premise is really stupid. But I liked it because the puppets looked more realistic. If you know what I mean? Even the TV, sorry, even the CGI remake of that was pretty good. I never uh, saw it. Here you go, Franco Walker. Roy finds Thinnies in Doppelganger. Yeah, Doppelganger was a great film. Uh, Branter, favorite. 
Anderson. It's Captain Scarlet as well for me. I was always the one I watched probably the most out of the lot. For yeah. I always found the uh, the change from puppet to hairy hands whenever they were doing it. <laughs> it's rather yeah. strange. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very really uh, strange. Katy, I'm assuming you've not seen any. Uh, you are assuming correctly. I have no idea what you're talking about. You should check out some Jerry Anderson, I think. Nah, the Americans don't understand Jerry Space Anderson. Space 1999, well. check it out. I do know about the... Apart from, they were Canadians. I do... Though. No, they're American. I sure? I do know Born the... Born in Colorado, um... yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. I do Sorry, know Matt. the um the, the I do know the movie that you're talking about, but I never saw it. The Thunderbirds. Yeah, it's movie. terrible. I just, uh, yeah, I never saw it. But and um uh, Z3PO brought up the CGI TV show. I didn't mm. watch it, but I do know what he's talking about with that one. Yeah, why don't you watch the? Uh, you should watch Thunderbirds, the original Thunderbirds. It is just so fantastic. Watch it with your right. kids as well. And see yeah, what with your kids as well. They it, will it's love very, it. It's so very different to anything yeah. that's on TV nowadays. It's not black and white. So it is it's more... something sort of, for everybody. Yeah. It, it would be really interesting to see how your kids react to it now, uh, given what they're used to growing oh, up with. Oh, for sure. Lord, your favourite Thunderbirds? I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. It's Thunderbirds. Yeah, it's <laughs> great, isn't it? Here you go, Z, Captain Scarlet. Captain Scarlet was very dark, though. Very, very dark. Very, 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 really very was. Yeah. Uh, there is one thing. One thing for Captain Scarlet, Atom which the one Scarlet. thing that sticks with me is, I mm. really want to use the scene transition with the drumbeat. Dun, 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 yeah, dun. yeah. At yeah, some exactly. point in a video, I am going to use that. Short <laughs> enough, yeah, yeah, short enough for a clip as well. Uh, Franco Stingray. Excellent. Uh, my personal favorite. I'm very, very. Partial. I am partial to Thunderbirds. I love Thunderbirds. Mm. Very partial to Space 1999. Mm. Did any of you have the toys? I, 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 yes. I think I had Thunderbird 1. Um, and um, I will never forget that episode of, of Captain Scarlet where they all died. And it was a dream. They all mm. got blown to bits. Anybody remember? Oh, you probably don't remember that episode, but yeah, it was um, really I've got. I think scary. I've got seven eagle transporters. Oh, you got some I eagles. did have an eagle. I had an eagle oh, transporter. I had Thunderbird one, two, three, and four temporarily. Right. I had an eagle transport, and I had one of the. It was a green ship, but not Thunderbird two. I think it was from Space nineteen ninety nine. Um, eagle transporter, a, a, yeah. a missile Dinky. out of the front. But it wasn't. Oh, that, that's uh, that's, U, that's that's UFO. That is UFO. The oh. uh, interceptor. The, the, I, I didn't have that as well. Yeah. The, yeah. the 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 eagle was was it not made by Corgi? I used to have one. It was a. I think it was made. It dinky. Was, a corgi, but, was it Dinky? Uh, yeah. I had one of them a long time yeah. ago. I had the yeah. Joe ninety. Was it his car he had? Like, strange thing on the front. Yeah, yeah, the car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just looked at eBay. One's good for ninety nine quid. Uh, Joe 90 was weird, wasn't it? They yeah. let that little kid go in dangerous missions. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> okay, so um, a visionary for anybody in the UK, Jerry Anderson. So many happy memories, Jerry Anderson. It's just a shame that maybe he never truly got the break he deserved. No, to make. he didn't. Yeah. Shame. Real shame. But anyway, okay. Shall we uh, move on? Carrie Fisher. Uh, today is the anniversary of Carrie Fisher dying. Mm. 
I think, is it six years? Who'd have thought that she would die before Harrison Ford? That's crazy, I'd be right? Lost, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, she was she was so gorgeous oh, when she was young, I wasn't know. she? I know. So gorgeous. Lovely woman. If you remember, 2016 was the year we lost so many celebrities, but hers was really the one that kind of... Mm. It seemed to cut like a knife for the rest of them. I didn't really uh, bother to Heart attack on a, a plane. Mm. She 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 was she starred in a lot, and she also wrote screenplays as well. And and she starred in a lot of movies as well after Star Wars. You know, Blues Brothers. ones that come to mind is uh, what is it? Blues Brothers. Um, when Harry met Sally, she was in that too. You know what I mean? So she did a lot of stuff, and then she. I think she got hooked on drugs or something. Just like, I was it drinking? I can't remember. But yeah, it's a shame. It's such a shame. If you haven't Look. seen her wishful drinking show, I would highly recommend getting a hold of it. It's very, very good. She's uh, so nice there, though. Look at go, that. Stringer, uh, Stringer B, her mum followed soon after. Yeah, yeah. she did. Yeah. yeah, she was so depressed. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. Um, here you go. Time Profit. Which probably wasn't too far. She probably died just after watching the Star Wars movie. Well, so, which one? <laughs> what the Force Disney Awakens? one? Force oh, Awakens. Probably, I don't know. Seriously, Horrific what did she comic. die of anyway, guys? Heart, uh, she, heart attack. She was on a uh, in in uh, a domestic flight in the U.S. She had a heart attack. Wow. Um, she died three four days later. Wow. I think she was travelling home for Christmas, I think. She was on the Graham Norton show just a few days before. Yeah, yeah she was. Yeah. It's enough to send anyone over the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's a shame. Such a shame. This was the year before, I remember, was it the, uh, you, know the you know the film, what we always, what it always goes back to? Oh, oh dear. Did, what, she, she... Die the, did she die the year before? Before the year before she Yes. So they had 11 months to fix it, didn't they? They did. And not and, put the yeah. Lukey boy dying on a rock. They could have quite easily taken that out. The biggest but, mistake that Disney made was not didn't get those three together in the first one. Yeah, absolutely. They could have had it where when Leia did the Mary Poppins bit, mm. she could probably have died, maybe not straight away, but died later on in the film. Mm. But again, they decided to keep it so they would need Carrie Fisher in the third film. But no, they, was... they they kept her alive so she can tell off the main the main uh, what is it the main guy in it, yeah. and the, the, the was it the yeah. purple eye. Purple-haired girl could shoot him. You know, it's ridiculous. Absolutely. She, or she, she should have him. died. She, she should have died in the Mary Poppins sequence. The Mary Poppins sequence should never have been a thing. That was that's right. Yeah, the most ridiculous. Well, one of the most ridiculous aspects of that film. Mm. If you were going to kill her off, that was the time to do it. They didn't, and nothing got better as a result. They chose poorly, didn't they? they Basically, ripped that scene off from Guardians of the Galaxy. Anyway, even down yeah, to the did. effects. Yeah, they did. They did. But she was so nice <laughs> in Empire. And you know, just 
Uh, you know, because I, I never thought I'd fancy her without her buns in her head. But then when I saw her prize strikes back, I thought, oh, lovely. Just great, yeah. And then, and, and then Return of the Jedi happened, and I was never the same again. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, that costume she was wearing is unbelievable. I, I think like, uh, yeah. I, th- I think we've triggered Apion. Sorry, Apion. Uh, Last Jedi, where creativity dies. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. I th- in fact, we have triggered him. Here we go. Apion again. Where hope <laughs> dies. You know, uh, the, the question you got to ask yourself is: Did she mind wearing that slave gear? Did she? Did, did she? Yeah. Did she? You she know, was there? It. Did she complain? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. She loved at it. At the time, did she? I guess at the time is different to did she mind after the fact. Yeah. She must oh, have done okay. interviews on it. I, I've not seen any if she did, but she must have done interviews where she was asked about it. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if after the fact she regretted it, but I don't remember. But there's loads of pictures about... of her, um, you know, posing in it with, with, with the stunt girl and stuff like that and smiles mm-hmm. and everything. You know, we got a picture of um, Mark Hamill hugging her in the, you know, in the, in the suit and everything. And it's like, well, and then afterwards, because of all this crap that, you know, you shouldn't be wearing that and all that rubbish, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, I'm really sorry I wore it. It's like, bollocks, were you sorry? You weren't sorry when you were wearing it, though, were you? You <laughs> didn't mind it, the all fact... the men looking at her. You know? I like, think she liked the fact that she killed her enslaver in it more than yeah, anything else. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah, I, anyway, I just think this world's gone crazy in how it really has. It has, mate. Mm-hmm. You are not yeah. wrong. Okay, so uh, let's move on. We miss you, Carrie. You were amazing. And she was. She was, yeah. What's this? Uh, this is the big <laughs> one this week. Yes. Oh. Yes. Uh, what's it called? Oh. Blood, the Witcher Blood Origin. And Blood actually, bollocks. the audience score has since gone down, I think, yeah, to 8%. Four-part miniseries of... Well, they've got everything in, uh, inclusive. There's a uh, deaf actor, two male two Let's males see what kissing. Let's see what number it is. It's a it's a prequel series to The Witcher. Is, a is, thousand is years the, before The Witcher. Is before it, yeah, a thousand years before... As far as I can gather, anywhere with none of the actual lore or material covering that, that you go eight percent. But a, a huge, um, a huge amount of the most brilliant, diverse people imaginable. What um, channel some, is it on? Some, it's on Netflix. Uh, so it's Netflix's worst ever performing series. 8%. It's not even in a top ten. Nope. It's um, it's it's awful. I mean, I've not seen it yet, but in terms of its reception, it's it's the worst received thing they've ever done, I think. There must um, be at least a new motor car out of that for you, Lord. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The Witcher has just been... I've never played the oh, games. Oh, so you don't drive, do you? Also don't drive. So but, it um, must be a new Oh, no, no, no. no hold on, right? I drive the it's, um, it's number two. <laughs> it's number It's number two in the UK charts. Number two, blood and is it blood and a blood, blood and, origin? Yeah, yeah blood and guts. Two. Yeah, so the, it's, that's, it's the weird thing about it is that until I think until today it was the top in terms of the UK in terms of viewing figures, but it's the worst thing they've ever done in terms of audience reception. It's it's way below anything. Oh, I don't trump this though, mate. I mean, uh, it says here un, that Onion film is number one, and it says Knives Out is number two. I don't trust. I don't trust these. Ego, a seller squadra course. The Guardian liked it. Says, they did. Oh, um, you need to read. Really another place. Know. I think it was the Gamer did a review today saying that it's the worst 
received Netflix thing ever, except we like that it. they trawled through all of the one-star reviews and they decided that everyone leaving a one-star review was a racist, homophobic, transphobic, oh, male chauvinist bigot. Therefore, all of the bad reviews are suspect. However, it's one of those rare occasions where the audience and critics on Rotten Tomatoes agree, because as you see there, the critic scores only 35%, and I think that's dipped as well since that screenshot was taken. Um, it's from everything I've seen about it, and I mean to watch it later today, it is genuinely terrible. Albeit with some good actors in it. I mean, Michelle Yeoh's in it, for example, and she's a reasonably good actress. But, Shit um, in Discovery. Yes, but, but though, a good actress in Discovery. Yeah, but Ben, the thing is though, right, so Lord, Emily in Paris was slaughtered, right, when the first season, they thought it was absolute rubbish. It really did, the, the critics slagged it off, the people in YouTube slagged it off. Same thing with Blood and, Blood and Origins, whatever this one's called, and Wednesday's gone completely woke. But in on Netflix, on the charts, Emily in Paris is number one, Blood and Origins mm -hmm. is number two, and Wednesday's number three. I don't believe this at all. Well, there I is really that, but then there is the meme. So Morbius, for example, the film was released yeah. twice at the cinema because the studio thought that so many people <sighs> watched it and hated it that it was so yeah. popular all the memes existed, therefore it was so popular they should release it again, mm. at which point nobody went to see it again. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily think it's impossible that so many people are watching it in large part because it is so hilariously bad. But I've not seen it yet, so I'm not going to make that conclusion. Uh, Hostman says that Mr. Brown answers me. Uh, I'd cancel my Netflix if it wasn't for the likes of Arcane. I just Wait. pray they don't screw up the seconds. You can um, rate it now. So you've got two thumbs up that says love it. This one is uh, one thumb up, says, I like this. And the thumb down says, rated. So, it's <laughs> um, ridiculous. Absolutely. Here you go. Andy Mouse says, I thought Yo was dreadful. She might well be. Mm. I enjoyed, oh, the first two, enjoyed the first two Witcher series, but I don't have any interest in this. It's interesting to talk that Comic Book Resources claimed it was being review bombed. Uh, despite their own reviewer, it gave it an absolutely scathing review. <laughs> I saw that, yes. <laughs> Review bond by their own what? staff. <laughs> Not for me. Hold on. So, hold on. So, <sighs> no cavil in the new. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, yeah, what it, is it's, this? It's said a thousand years yeah, before. But so no, ca no cavil in the new. Yeah. This is. Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Look, so, so the ratings, the ratings <laughs> for, for um, this blood and thingy, whatever it is, love this. I like this. And the thumbs down says rated. Yet, if you go on another show, it says not for me with the thumbs down. Oh, I, I smell. Really? I smell bullshit here. Three yeah, choices. I smell like bullshit to, here. Like is to love it and I'm on, a bigot. Is that on Rotten Tomatoes, that one? No, it's on right. Netflix. I'm looking at Netflix. So Netflix, oh, okay. you've got thumbs up or thumbs down. Right. The, the, the one that the thumbs down should say not for me. But on this show, it says rated. Interesting. That is Cooking so the books. Up. Might look that, that is up so later. fucked up. Okay. That is. Okay, no, so... I'm going I'm to take a, a, a screen grab of this. A lot of people are saying this is the worst um, thing this screen year. Because I, I, I sort of put off watching it because, again, I've never played the games and I've not read the books. And The Witcher is one of those things that sort of just escaped me. And the, the first two seasons, I, th I yeah. thought the first one was... It was watchable, but I didn't really remember anything of it. The second season was even more tedious than that. Um, but that was without any love of the, the source material. Um, so, I mean, Brian, did, did you say you liked the first two seasons? I thought the first one was really quite clumsily in the way it was told. 
but I quite enjoyed. Still enjoyed the second season. I thought it was a vast improvement over the first. Okay. Uh, Again, I'm not go. a big game player, so I don't know quite yeah. how well it adhered to either the games or the books. You go mm, in the chats when the mega geek says, "I don't believe it." It's I don't believe it. Sounds like <laughs> Victor Meldrew. <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> um, a few a few channels are saying this is the worst thing, even worse than She Hulk. <laughs> oh dear. But anyway, okay. Let me just save this. I'm uh, going to send this to you. And finally, this, yeah, please do. What a lie! Uh, let me go back on the channel and just give you an example. <laughs> okay. This uh, I, I love. I love memes. Don't you guys? This appeared last few days. Okay, go away. Go away. Go away. Okay, right. So, glass onion. The thumbs are love this, like this. And not for me. So I'll take a snapshot of that. Uh-huh. So you can't say not for me for the uh, the woke thing. Which you can is just the, say rated. It, 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 yeah, it has as three, and none of them says not for me. Oh. Is that a fuck Ryan Johnson not for me. option? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, this it should is, be. This is such bullshit. Man. My dad actually put The Last Jedi on the other night. He'd never seen it before. Oh. And he's not a huge Star Wars person, oh. but he's familiar, but he'd never seen any of the sequels. I think he saw that. I, I think I'd been watching a bit of it just to remind myself of the, the horror. And so I got back from two days at my mum's for Christmas. And he said, so I watched The Last Jedi the other day. Oh, I said, oh, yeah. And he said, yeah. I said, well, what, what did you think of it? And, I said, and he said, well, it was it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So, like, why? Because like obviously, like we're involved with the cultural side of it as well, but he's not. So it's like I was interested. Why do you not like this film? I said, well, the stories makes no sense. Even the basic editing stuff is garbage, and I had to turn it off after half an hour. So he didn't even get to the best bits. But what, the iron, there is no best flying bits. iron spaceship. He missed the Holdo maneuver. God damn it! That's that's oh. a fun <laughs> moment. Oh, seriously. We're being conned, mate. We're being conned. <laughs> um, here you go. Uh, Melvin Deeply at Mr. Brown Alliance. That is still me. Are you sure you're not gay? This Tom Cruise fixation is getting a bit creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't everyone slightly gay for Tom Cruise, though? Doesn't count. One, in, one of the few gone, professionals left, true professionals left in Hollywood. Okay. So, shall we go through this? Yes or no? Wasn't a trick question. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, the meme is old Luke, old Maverick. Who would like to start? Uh, should we start with Luke? Old and grumpy. True. Yes. Think? Old Maverick, older and wiser. Is he wiser in Top Gun Maverick? Is he not making a lot of the same kind of I don't know. rash mistakes? I'll give them that. I'll give them wiser. Okay. Into shooting the last Jedi, I'll give them that. What's this? Oh, sorry. I've been sending those pictures. Yeah, um, we, we finished talking about The Witcher. <laughs> no, I was just sending you the... Oh, bummer. I just sent you the, uh, the proof that we've been conned. <laughs> so there you go. All right, so... What are we talking about here? Old Luke, old Maverick. 
So, uh, old Luke's easy. Easy, yeah. Hell was that? I don't know. I'm going to kick my... Sorry, it was me. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I was putting on my jacket because uh, I'm a little cold and uh, the zipper hit uh, this chair or the metal part of this chair. Uh, why? You know, when you come back, why do you always sound mega loud when you come back? I, 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 I apologize. I'm, I know, I know I, you're I, excited to be here. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Okay. Have you seen this, uh, Matt? This this meme appeared I on the Twitter this. a couple of days ago. I love how naturally you say the word meme as though meme culture is the thing you actually keep on top of. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not calling it a meme or something. That that's a start. <laughs> okay. So um, so it says there, old Luke, nothing like the real Luke. Oh no. True. What? Uh, yeah. Old Maverick, same core character. How comes you can't see the pictures? Uh, Ian, we'll talk about something else here. <laughs> uh, old Luke gives up on the Jedi. Did he True. give up? Yes. He literally says it's yes. time for the Jedi to end. So, yes. yes. Okay. Um, Maverick still believes in Top Gun. Hmm. Haven't seen it. I'll defer to you. Oh, have you not watched it? Oh, for fuck's no. Sake. I watched it yesterday. Fucking hell. I was fighting the tears back. That is how good it is. It is good. Uh, old Luke ridiculed. Do we ridicule him? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, old Maverick respected. Yeah. Get definitely. away. It's... <laughs> no. Get away. <laughs> uh, old Luke refuses to train Ray. Well, he does eventually well, train others. Begrudgingly started training, yes. Uh, Maverick trains new pilots, yep, and loves it, and he cares about them as well. Puts his life on, on the line. Yeah. Uh, oh, here you go. Plus point for Luke. Sad and pathetic. That's spot on, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> well, Yes. I mean, I, I guess the counter-argument would be that he comes back in the end. He does do the, the force projection thing to distract Kylo in order for people to escape. And until the rise of Skywalker, that is kind of a uh, repudiation of the sad and pathetic thing. It's only when you get the rise of Skywalker that you realize he actually could have not done that. And actually he committed suicide by doing that. In which case he is, yes, sad and pathetic. Yeah. But Okay. He's not supposed to end the last Jedi, sad and pathetic. And they could have changed that. That's the thing what bucks me off the most. Just yes. cut that last five seconds of that scene out, and then he's in the next film. True, or uh, cut all three films entirely and do it yeah. again. But mm. um, yeah, but you can't get the actors back. Uh, Maverick, jaded but inspiring. That's how I feel. <laughs> God, <laughs> moving on. Jaded but inspiring. Moving on. Okay, um, yeah, I could have that on my uh, channel, Jaded, but inspired. That could, that could be your tagline, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll go back to Luke. Won't fight. Mm. Well, he wasn't there. How could he fight if he wasn't there? Okay. Right. Yeah, it was like a ghost, wasn't it? Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, yeah, how could he project himself across the galaxy? How the fuck does that work? 
that's not even real force. Is that is a it? fucking teleportation? Disney. Disney, Disney it's, in, it's actually it's in one of the books and it's in a comic book as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, back to old Maverick. Fights despite the odds. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, old Luke dies for nothing. Yes. Well, he believes in nothing. <laughs> he did die for something. He died at the altar of agenda. He mm. died for Ryan Johnson's ego, is why he yeah. died. Uh, old Maverick puts his life on the line. He did? Yeah. Doesn't look old, though, does he? Yeah. Uh, where does Jennifer Lawrence come into this? Anybody know? <laughs> well, she's at the beginning of all of it, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. She trained Maverick. Yeah, she trained him. She Maverick. She trained both of them. So, Lord, question. You're quite an intelligent lord. God, no, I, wouldn't no, go that I, I, I just pretend and everyone goes along with it. <laughs> what is the message there on that graphic for the people at home I'm just trying to come up with a decent question what is that teaching the viewing public at home well the three word answer is that nihilism doesn't sell yeah mm. Well, you actually have Disney. to stand for something you can't just be Disney will argue that a point sad cynic. They? well they would um and then the box office will correct them, I think. Mm. But no, you had there is there is value in um, positive role models. There's value in heroes. Not everything has to be deconstructed, and people actually quite like having somebody above them to aspire to emulate, as opposed to somebody who just replicates every one of their doubts and insecurities, which is what old Luke does. Um, that's the fundamental difference. Old Luke is a reflection of the worst aspects of our nature and old maverick is accepting of our cynicism but also directing it to something better and more positive than we have been able to apply it to so he he's something to he's something to idolize and luke is not that's right if somebody in hollywood was looking at that graphic what would that be teaching them anybody have an idea they won't be looking at that they'll be they'll be um They'll be trying to cancel whoever put that up in the first place. So (laughs) that's what they 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 don't give a shit about this stuff. Does anybody know how much the uh, Last Jedi made? I know it was over a billion. Was it about one point two, one point three? Was it over a billion? It was about one point three billion, I think. Yeah, and uh, Mavericks made one point five. No. Who'd have thought? Well, yes, but Star Wars is carries it a lot more by way of any sort of cultural value than Top Gun does so Top yep. Gun is one film once that nobody well yeah people of a generation remember Star Wars is Star Wars that's a, an entirely different proposition so it really should Star Wars should be sheets ahead of streets ahead even of, yeah. of uh, Top yeah. Gun but it wasn't so um, Maverick essentially was um, Star Wars hmm. the final yeah, act the trench yeah. run yeah, yeah, a finally start, uh, essentially Star Wars. Anyway, okay. So there's a lesson in there, folks. Anyway, okay. Um, I think that is it. Hey, 
please consider donating to the channel below about all that stuff. Let's get the guests back up. Indeed. I think that is it, folks. So, uh, Mr. are we definitely finished? We don't want 15 minutes overtime, do we? Or are we going? 15 minutes of talking bollocks, bro. I'm up for that. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I just put my so, kids in bed, so I'm good. Okay, so I think we've got uh, an, a bonus uh, 17 minutes, folks. So um, if there's anything you want to talk about... You told me it was 15 minutes, God damn it, That's different. I'm looking, at, <laughs> I'm looking at my clock. By the time I finish saying this, it mm. will be 15. Okay, I can also so, do 17, that's mm -hmm. good. So, mm. subjects. Brian, go. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I'm just about to pull myself another giant dinos. I was hoping you're going to carry the ship for five minutes, Brown, to get myself a refill. But uh, the last champion says the last Jedi destroys everything. I would go along with that. That's kind of. He also says the uh, that maneuver is bullshit. Hodo. <laughs> Uh, Do you know what, right? The pink um, rinse, pink rinse maneuver, isn't it? On the radio, they keep advertising that onion film all the time and mentioning brown hair. Oh my god, have you name. seen it? No. no, don't want to see it. Oh, don't! It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Has it been hailed as a masterpiece? Uh, I think it might be. Yeah, a lot of people are saying it's like so good, but I I find it pretentious and it's so obnoxious most of the time. Like I'm, it's it's so stupid. Although, I would just, say um, I, I would just say to Andy Mouse, I've applied for my driving license because the passport would take too long. Don't care about onion so, films. I, I like the that, idea Brian. that we have a real deficit. That there's that whole genre piece of the sort of the sleuth detective. In the country manner, which I think is what Ryan Johnson was trying to do. I love that genre of thing that Miss Marple, Sherlock Holmes, Poirot, all the rest uh -huh. of it. Ryan Johnson is uh -huh. the is not the person to do that because right. he is so smug and everything is over stylized. He's like a guy pretending to do that genre rather than a person who's actually embedded in the genre itself and, and the reason it comes to be. And so I watched the first of them, and I don't even remember what it's called. I thought it was all right. Nice. Knives Out. Knives Out, that's the one. It was okay. Um, Daniel Craig is not an American, and he can't act. That doesn't help. And he's a wanker. Also a wanker. <laughs> and his um, accent is but, ridiculous. You know, Kill Bond. Never also, I had, to, I had to sit there watch it and thinking, I'm, I'm going to very, very particularly forget that Ryan Johnson did this, because I'm not going to judge it against what Ryan Johnson did for Star Wars. And... Forgetting that, I thought it was just it was just okay. It wasn't anything amazing. But if yeah, I wanted to watch that genre piece, I would go back to the fifties, sixties, and seventies and watch Poirot, Marple. I'd rather Sherlock just Pets. watch Columbo, but that's just me. Or Columbo, uh, yes, yeah, Columbo. And, uh, Only uh, host, technique, but he uses yeah, it well. I'm, it's go ahead. Go on. Oh no, I thought you were going to read this. Comment. No, go on, um, go on, go on, go on. He's trying so hard to make 
in this second one, he's so hard try, uh, to make a, a detective, um, whatever his name is from Knives Out. He's trying to make him Columbo the whole time. And that first one, it's not a murder mystery because there's no murder. It's it's a it's a um, I can't say the word on YouTube, but it's a it's an offing <laughs> and it's not a murder. And like once you figure out it's so stupid. I hate that movie. It's so dumb. It's like so uh, pret- they're both been pretentious. A- we've been asked. The- have Sorry. we played um, Knights of the Old Republic? Yes. Yes. Firmly. Yeah, like yes. a long time ago. Some no. of the best role-playing games you will ever play. It just so yes. happens also to be Star Wars, which makes it even better. Um, if you can forgive the now-dated graphics, um, mm-hmm. it's in terms of its writing, it's, it's such a solidly well-done story where your choices actually matter. Nice. It does moral ambiguity in gray areas in a way that The Last Jedi can't even approach um i wholeheartedly yeah, anyone who hasn't played knights of the republic who wants a good star wars story from the old expanded universe set way beyond way way before even sorry um anything you're familiar with knights of the old republic both of those games even though the second one was badly rushed and came to a premature conclusion you can mod it to get the original story but they are both brilliant games uh, i will say I guys uh you've got 10 minutes to ask any of the panel any question so okay, uh, Appian asks favorite movie of twenty twenty two. Just before you hit that one, the, the second part of that question was, what do you think about the remake? Oh, I believe. Sorry. Forgive me. The remake has um the remake's been delayed, and one of the key writers on it, who was attached to a number of I believe quite like overtly boringly feminist stuff, has since been dropped. Um, so it's sort of in that in between stage. It's been delayed, which doesn't usually augur well but it's also lost in a particularly objectionable writer which might mean that they are redirecting it all they need to do is do the original game with updated mechanics and gameplay and graphics that's all they need don't change the story the story is amazing this is Um, star wars isn't it yeah and if they're changing that then it will be i'm 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 interested to see what they do okay uh so apion uh favorite movie 2022 guys brian I was trying to get the name of this film, but I cannot remember it, so I'm going to have to go to my default picks sure. of either Top Gun Maverick or Violent Night. Okay. Uh, Matty? At Top Gun Maverick. Uh, Ian? Yeah, Violent Night. I like Top Gun Maverick, but, it, you know, I mean, let's face it, it wasn't the greatest movie ever made. It was yeah. very, very entertaining, but... Um, uh, our sure enjoyment though is definitely um violent night because <laughs> i laughed all the way through it so. uh, yeah, lord favorite movie was the june Avatar. this year or last year no it was last year oh shit <laughs> yeah it was uh i think it was november it was october last year can you believe it then i'm gonna have to pass i don't remember his his favorite film is avatar 2 <laughs> um okay let's have a look uh here we go uh stringer b best show of 2022 uh oh, Lord, do you want to go first tulsa king tulsa king tulsa was arcane this year or last year no it wasn't it was last year oh for Ooh. fuck's sake Not um much look was tokyo vice this year or last year this year fucking brilliant okay so far i'm liking that so i'll go for tokyo vice tokyo vice is fantastic uh, Ian, you like Tulsa King, don't you? Tulsa King, man. Yep. 
Uh, Matty? She mm, House uh, of the Dragon. Oh, yeah, she Hulk. Oh, we've got a change of mind, folks. Lord, yes, did you sorry, want to no, change? Yes. Yeah, I can't cheat, so House of the Dragon is my favourite show of this year. Or, or it's between that and Andor, but probably House of the Dragon. Uh, Brian? Yeah. Sorry, Branta? I'm going to have to grudgingly go with House of the Dragon. As well as it was well written, I thought the pacing was all over the place. It was too yeah. fast in some areas and horrifically slow in others. So I think in, ab- in absence of something better. Do you know what? Fuck, I'm going to go for Better Call Saul, even though I hated the oh, ending. Oh, yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. cannot, I cannot go for House too. of the Dragon as yeah. much as it was okay. That was great too, yeah. Uh, better Call Saul. I, I forgot that finished this year. Yeah, great, great show. I... Th- I think I'm going to say Better Call Saul because there were some quality episodes in that, mm. so yes. Really good. Although, Tulsa King is fantastic. Okay, shall we see what, if any other questions? Uh, anybody see any other questions? Well, biggest question is what did everybody think of the trailer for the Doctor Who thing? There is a lot of love for Tulsa King. No, I don't yeah. watch Doctor Who, so we know Look at you. Look at you. You're, you're an American. <laughs> That's an interesting question. What is, What is everybody looking forward to in 2023? Um, looking forward to having a poo every night, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nothing uh, happened. Atom Gray says Tokyo Vice is horrendous. Mm. Wow. What's what? There's no good films out next year, or is there? Dune. Well, no, I'm not. looking forward June, to June all of the DC movies. Also, <laughs> Marvel Phase Five, guys. Oh. Come on. Phase oh, five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's be there great. must be something. I can't wait for you go. Uh, the be, Better Call Saul was my favorite, mainly due to Lalo. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it was excellent. I do want to see that red one with um the rock and um Chris Evans. <coughs> I think that looks or sounds interesting. I haven't put on trend. Yeah, he's like I think um the rock is like <coughs> a bodyguard to to Chris Evans. I think that's the the uh really <clears throat> uh here you go. Yeah, uh, hold on, Stranger like... Things five out next yeah. Is that this year? I thought it was next year. As in 2024, as opposed to 23. No, that's out next year, Stranger Things 5. Oh, in which case, I'm looking forward to that. I think I want to see the brand new terrible directions the MCU goes in. That could be fun. Uh, Mando Season 3, likewise, probably for purely masochistic reasons. I want to see how they debase that character. Um, But it would be lovely to think they they fixed him. Dune is the only one I'm looking forward to, ironically, in the sense that that might actually have a story worth telling, but I can't think of anything else at the moment. Have you guys... Bloody hell. Oh, I liked it. Have you guys seen all the Marvel films? Because I've only seen one. Ah, yes. I think Tristan Marvel has been waiting since about 2015, after Age of Ultron. I've just watched the occasional one here and there. So Doctor Strange, that's I think that's the only one I saw. Oh no, oh. Thor and Love and Thunder rubbish. That was all that was. Oh you didn't Absolutely. you didn't see Spider Man? That wasn't this Spider- year though. Yeah, that was that was end oh, of last year. Sorry, yeah. Spider-Man. Sorry, I thought we were just talking about phase four in general. But you are correct, mm. yeah, that did not come out this year. Uh Mar- hostman- this year sucked. Oh yeah. Arcane season two. Ar- yeah, yeah, Arcane season two. two yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for uh, Arcane. Yeah, so you go, and Andy says Andor 2, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm not excited about uh, it. Uh, Mandalorian is out in February. Year. Two of the best <laughs> films I saw this year was Jaws and uh, Wrath of Khan, would you believe? Because they re-released that, <laughs> didn't yeah. they? The re-releases. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think the Mandalorian's March, bro. Oh, is it? Yeah. Have they put that back well, even further then? Wow. End of March. Well, the Bad Batch comes out, uh, I think the first episode is the 4th. Oh, Bad Batch was rubbish. Uh, season one, it was terrible. Happened what? Arcane what the, the end of it... Arcane is wonderful. If you're not watching mm. that, you should. But uh, Bad Batch, the end of this season, the, the, the back half wasn't too bad. When they de- destroy oh, Camino and everything, I thought that was pretty good. I didn't get that far. Oh well, yeah. The the first this... half is is very. What was that? I didn't know they destroyed Camino. Yeah, Spoiler. sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, when is um, but it's been out for a while. Acolyte. So... The acolytes coming out next What's year. That? That's I don't think that's coming out. I thought that was twenty twenty four. The acolyte. Oh, in which case it might be Ahsoka that's coming out next. Ahsoka's first, I think. Yeah, yeah I, so Ahsoka next yeah, year and the yeah. Acolyte in 2024. Are you? If you're genuinely yeah. interested in them, Lord? Well, I'm interested only in the Star sense Wars, that. I, well, yeah, I, lo- I love Star Wars, and yeah. I'm not going. I'm not interested in the sense that I think they'll be good. I just, I hope they will be, but I, I'm not expecting them to be. Uh, it's just I know that they are coming, and I would be interested to see where they go with that. There are good things they could do with them. But there are very interesting bad things they could do with them too, which is more likely. Uh, did you folks, like Rosario? Scott... I uh, did. I do. Yeah, I, I do as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, Scott Hall uh, nominate Jessica Gare for Writer of the Year, stunningly <laughs> and bravely unfunny, and more importantly, thinking they're clever and they're not. No. On the preceding point, though, Rosario Dawson has been recast, hasn't she, for the live action? What? No, she's not no, playing no, the live action Ahsoka. You are she, really? Yeah, no, she still is. What? She still is. I'm on, sure I'm I read that. that you said that. Whole... I'm sure I read that what? someone else was playing a live action Ahsoka. She had some problematic issues that were raising the ugly head, didn't she? I'd like to grab those two things in her head. Um... And I think I'll stop <laughs> there. <laughs> she's lovely. Is she not in the uh, Ahsoka then? Is she gone? I, I thought that I read that she was being replaced, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. Oh, no, no, I've just Googled it. Apparently, no, she is still playing her. That's she was in Daredevil. There you go, folks. Uh, a world Daredevil. first. The Lord was wrong. The, she was time in Daredevil. Timestamp that, folks. Timestamp time it. Yeah, timestamp it. I'm sure I read that some important character in a Star Wars thing had just there, been changed. There are it. some... Oh, here you go. There are some YouTube videos that say that there's oh, a, a new second no. actress to play a young Ahsoka. That must be it. I think that's the thing I read was that someone else was playing Ahsoka, and, and I mistakenly said that that was. Also, Daredevil's coming out, isn't it? But Born Again's coming well, uh, out next. Uh, <sighs> right be they need to stop doing a a young Ahsoka because uh, Tales of the Jedi they did like a baby Ahsoka, and that was the worst episode. It was so useless, like. There's like a tiger in there or some crap like that. It was stupid. Uh, how could we forget uh, Indiana Jones it? 5 as well? Indiana Jones, is, is Deadpool coming out next year as well? Uh, I no, that's, the year, that's the year after because, oh. uh, what's his name? I would imagine uh, Jackman will need a year to bulk up probably. Yes. So Indy 5 is yeah. the next big one, really. Oh, when is that so being released? Exciting. What month? 
what month? June, July. There's also hopefully the tenth uh, of February. <laughs> There's also the that was it the wasp and oh, that's the other girl that man in and, February. That man and the wasp, yeah. uh, Quantumania, yeah, that's the one. So his daughter makes a mistake, and they all get zapped into a tiny little universe, and nobody tells her off or slaps her head or and, just gives her a uh, kick in for doing that. And Michael Douglas says, "Fuck all." I, 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 I like it though because this is the first time since I started YouTube full time that I've had oh, nice. more than two weeks without a Marvel thing to review. I've got three months before I have to go back to fucking Marvel. So that's quite nice. <laughs> fucking Marvel. And on that bombshell, folks, I think that is it. So, chats, we were very, very last moments. Always great to see you guys. Um, a few new faces or a few faces who I recognize, I think. Um, so... Guys, you are wonderful. We are truly nothing without the chats. I thank you. So I will thank the guests in order of my screen. Not Branta Claus. Thanks, Brownie. Thanks also to Matt Cat, Ian, Lost, Cord, and the chat. Uh, Matty Catty83, thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. I always have a good time with you guys. Uh, the wonderful mega geek in David Diaz. Cheers in. No, no worries, guys. No worries. <laughs> and um, it's the Lord, folks. The little platoon. Praise be the lad. We are honoured. We are honoured. If I can be slightly soppy, because I'm probably not going to be around now until 2023. So this might be the last get time I get to say hello to everyone. But it's been. Highlight of this year has been you guys and the chat. It's been lovely to have this thing to go back to, even when times are shit and everything's difficult. It's nice to have people to chat with casually, but also on a very well-produced stream. So um, thank you all. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. And I will see you soon. Don't forget, my friend, you occasionally need to kick back at times. Don't forget. Yeah, this, this last two days has been the first time for more than yeah. two years I've even tried to do that. So, but the, but the, the fun thing has been these streams. So keep them going. Well done. You've hit more than a thousand subs. And Cheers, Lord. Thank you. For next year. Okay. Have you put, um, are you in the right stream? He's <laughs> <laughs> been dropping acid, probably. I think that is it, folks. Uh, we're going we're gonna to try. In fact, we are. We're going to do a, a, a top 10 best and worst. And then uh, we're going to probably try and do that um, New Year's Eve, if I can get my ass in gear. Uh, then we'll do something New Year's Day, hopefully something special. So I think that's it, boys and girls. Uh, we'll probably see you, hopefully, in a couple of days, two or three days' time. So I think that's it. Take care, everybody. Enjoy. If you're on holiday, still on vacation, enjoy the rest of your uh, break. So I think that is it, folks. Teddy, bye. We're going. We're bye. out of here. Bye. See you later. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.